Fingers crossed. Let's go. Welcome to hell. This is Mick Foley's Boiler Room. Sorry guys, I'm still playing with the volume levels and uh, setting all of this shit up. Sorry for the late start, I apologize. But, you know, still fiddling with some things. I think we're good. If it cuts out, it cuts out. But this internet is... uh, She's a, she's a fickle lady. I'll say that so much. Anyway, we made it. Welcome to the boiler room. Billy's back. And he's building an army. I'm minding my own business, Billy. What you're doing back there? Oh, this was a stressful. <laughs> Billy is building a bigot-based army out of Billy Bob the Bigot Bricks, and Billy's built it back better. Bigot bunker full of bricks and uh, bigot butter and uh, uh, everything else that starts with B's. B, B, the letter B. Uh, swarms of bigot bees that build back better with uh, bee stings to beer bellies and, uh, and butter baby uh, boys like Doug Ford killed by a swarm of bees if only we could be so lucky how you guys doing uh, no hotel well this is this is a hotel now this is this is my latest hotel they've got me in Mick Foley's uh, Mick Foley's boiler room and uh, you know and when things get crazy and as it will, it's the winter time, right? It's going to get cold. There's going to be problems. Hey, don't worry. You know, and you don't. We don't need firewood. We can just melt. We can just burn the cirques here in this old, this old, this old coal furnace. All right. We'll just throw them in the oven here, and we'll stay warm that way. <laughs> so, don't fuck around, or you're going. You go in the oven. You go in the oven. All right. <laughs> I'm going to make me a cirque pie. 
Make me a Cirque Pie. Hey, Slipinski! <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that news? That was that I, I very much share. He thinks I did this to him. Some dark forces are after this fucking guy to to unravel his empire of fake. Apparently, he's got a bunch of fake websites uh, spewing fake nonsense garbage. The irony. I know. I know. Don't try not to laugh too hard. He's being sued by the CEO of I think Nestle for calling him a pedophile. Uh, Pfizer is suing him. Everybody's fucking... And Dean Blundell throws him under the bus. They're all just dogpiling him. Antifa's coming after him. I'm just like, oh! Oh! I've never seen a milkshake get drank so much! So fast! So hard! That milkshake just got guzzled up. Didn't it, Phil? You love to see it. Get in the oven, Mark! Here you go! Hop in! It's your turn! There you go! There you go. <laughs> Drop the milkshake on my desk and you get the fuck in. Get in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you mean fuck around, find out, right? That's kind of what that guy did. I still have this, by the way, unpopularopinionapparel.com. You can go get one of these wicked-ass tumblers. Uh, it says, uh, says something real nice and polite on the bottom. If you can read it, the lights are in the way. There we go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need a big gulp. It was pretty funny. <sighs> you know, it's uh, it, <laughs> crime doesn't pay or or well, whatever, whatever it is. Cam is key. How you doing, man? He says that set is sick. It's not. It's a. This is basement is from the 1870s. This was literally built, like, but with with Civil War victory money. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the. the <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. It's a fucking coal furnace. When's the last time you seen one of those? Never, never. Uh, Al Stern, how you doing, man? He says, look how many Billy Brick clones are back there. He's building an army. He's working on them. He's training them right now. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. Salty Inga Binga Bears is literally the boiler room. I love it. It is. It is. I like it. I was, I was determined. I really wanted this to work. I was trying to get it. You would not fucking believe how many trips to, to stores I had to make to get different things, different routers, different Wi-Fi extenders, different wireless adapters, different fucking goddamn everything. Trying to use Ethernet cables, and it was it was a horror show. And then you know what happened? It just decided to work one day for no reason at all, absolutely out of the blue, for no discernible possible uh, reason anyone with a brain could understand. It just resolved itself. It just resolved itself. I may have to unplug and plug back in uh, one of the extenders every six hours or so because then it just decides to tank and go right to hell for no apparent reason either. Um, but this is, you know, this is the boy. This is. Look where we are, right? Look at the year. Look at the times. Look at everything that's happening. This is, it's, it's, Expect it, you know? I'm surprised there's not goblins flying around, swooping down, and picking off children in the streets, man. I would ex I expect that at this point, right? How's the audio? Is it is it too loud? Is it clippy? I'm trying to, I'm still trying to screw with the, uh, screw with this here. Uh, I think it sounds okay. Maybe I'm just yelling too much. I'm excited. I'm excited that the boiler room is is online. I'm gonna increase this a little bit. There we go. There we. Go. It's perfect. It's great. It's perfect. Windsor five nineteen says that it's literally perfect. Pumpkin launcher says cyberpunk dungeon. <laughs> Phil must be in his glory. Real Belson shit there, dude. Yeah, he's got plans for that. He's got plans for that furnace. Hellbilly Deluxe, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. You're fuck. He says never need you apologies. I'm. Uh, I missed all last week, so here's my penance. There's no no need, but thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, you had to. The show has to go on. Uh, I missed uh, the, I, you know, the my real the laptop. It works right, but it's just 
something missing from from you know the hotel setup where everything falls down and it's you know somebody's next door going shut up and you fucking shut up yeah it's just not the same. Deanna once is trying to get my trying to get my daughter Courtney to bigot, bring her over to our side. Courtney, what are you into? What do you like? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? Uh, we can accommodate you, I'm sure. Just stay away from pumpkin and everything will be fine. That's where you don't need to be. <laughs> just let her hang out we'll, we'll we'll get there we're we're party animals we you know everybody we're having fun here you know it's a it's a good time it's a good group good bunch of people uh pickley from ontario says remember the vaccine will save us all except for the new omicron Om- i don't even know what it is. what did we fucking call that or did we call that the delta it's the delta variant the super duper krypton variant the omega omicron fucking <laughs> Galactically superior Saturn cube variant. There's so many variants now. It's so stupid. Uh, wait out for vaccine 2.0. It's never going to end. It's never going to end. Pumpkin, quit cock blocking me. No, well, no. Sir daughter, I assume she's not. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to let nature take its course here. Uh, uh, the voice of reason. How you doing, man? He says, "Holy fuck! I saw this and I walked away." Uh, from. <laughs> From Poon, I wanted to hit for years because the background is perfect. Freddy Krueger style that background, though. Perfection, well done scouting that, man. You'd be, I, it just, you know, it, it happened. It happened as a, as a, as a comedy of, of things that took place. And, um, you know, some, uh, I don't want to dox myself, but, uh, yeah, some, some uh, family members uh, very generously helped uh, clean, this, clean this place out. This is the clean, you should have seen beforehand i did very little i vacuumed a little bit and was like i guess this will do you know <laughs> they did all the heavy lifting but uh you know i was like wow well, we can put you you can put your stuff down here next to the old coal furnace i'm like this is actually perfect this is uh this works this is the the aesthetics here you know i got all my stuff back there uh the horn is that so you guys can see the horn is intact everything's fine everything's okay uh, my my skull of of devil dust up there from Afghanistan is sitting on a box of cigars sent in by one of you guys and so and you know Billy's back there watching my six right so you gotta you gotta be careful around here you don't know you don't know where these cirques are at you gotta have somebody watching your six and I got the I got Billy Bob and his army of bricks back there building it back better in a bigot bunker of bigot bricks to uh, building you know uh, bastions you know wearing brasiers building bees with. Uh, I don't know. How many? I need a thesaurus. I need a thesaurus. Camus Key says uh, the acoustics in there are amazing as well. The sound absorbing bigot for it. does. Yeah, it's good and quiet in here. There's no bounciness. It's just good old fashioned concrete. Um, I was actually talking with my uh, uh, brother in law about how the the foundation of this building is amazing. It's like they don't, you know, they don't make them like they used to. It's um, it's it's an, it's not cracked at all. It's literally. I'm not kidding. It's literally from the 1860s, six 1870s, something like that. Um, Aria really likes the backdrop, dude. I loved it. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "This must work. This must work. It must. It it must. It's too good. It's too awesome. Um, it's it's so dirty down here. You know, it's perfect. It's perfect. You know, uh, Andrew Bennett. Nice to see you. Nice to see new people. He says, "Oh dear, oh Jesus, it's Friday. I'm so late to the party. How's it going, everyone? I'm assuming that was." That was the voice he was going for there. How are you doing? Welcome to Friday. Fuck you, make me Friday. Pumpkin again. So, yeah, I, I got you that one. Rumble PPC says, uh, salute to you and all the bigots here, my friends. And I have been put on leave without pay for a while, but we will find your show very cathartic to our souls. We're forming our tribe with all Dagalonians, all the Dags. 
coming to the yard to drink Slavinsky's milkshake. <laughs> What's it like being sued by not one, but two multi-billion dollar corporations at the same time? Oof. Damn. I mean, that's fake your death territory right there, isn't it? That's got to be on his mind. That's got to be on your mind when you're like, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting sold, sued by who? Nestle and Pfizer. Oh, I'm finished, man. I got to fake my death. I got to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel with a mannequin or something. Like, I got to come up. I got to, I got to, I got to get in a Tesla and, and put a body in it and just blow it up and be like, I don't know. They go on autopilot and they blow up sometimes. I got to do something. What is he going to do? He's going to be working for pennies for the rest of his life. <laughs> I thought I could just run a bunch of multiple, like uh, an extreme, like insane QAnon level, r- ridiculous right wing, you know, fake news website, and then lambasting that on his own and the, like giving himself material. It was the whole thing it was very greasy, and uh, you know, I, I'm shocked and I can't believe someone of such upstanding moral character would do such a thing. I can't believe a Cirque would do something like that. It's just beyond, it defies belief. It's beyond belief. <laughs> This lawsuit is brought to you by Pfizer Quick, says Foglight. Hilarious. Pfizer Quick. <laughs> it's like the Nest Quick stuff you put in the milk. You just squeeze the vaccine right into the fucking milk bowl. Stir it in there, boy. Stir it in that milkshake and drink it good. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe, I wonder if we can go to Roxham Road and go the other way. Well, it's open. Yeah, it's, it's open again. So, you know, maybe. I don't think they would stop. Again, you probably could, I suppose. Uh, Polly Mathing says, dude, watch out. I think I saw Paul Bearer lurking behind you. He is mad. The Undertaker has joined the forces of Dagon. I hope we have the Undertaker. He's, he's invincible. He's the dead man. Jake Powell. Holy shit. Is that the new command base? What's going? What's that big drum in the background? Did you just get here? Dude, it's a coal furnace. It's a boiler. Yeah, whatever. It's a boiler. Um, <laughs> there's a crate back there. I don't know if you can see it next to my helmet on the shelf there. It says, uh, literally says, Stow away from boilers, keep in cool place. And it was like, it, it probably had been sitting there, I'm not kidding, 100 years or more. <laughs> it's just an old, I don't know what was in it, coal maybe? Uh, who knows? It's just, the, the, half of this stream is just going to be people remarking on the aesthetics of this this dungeon. <laughs> it's pretty, I, pretty, I, I enjoy it. It suits me. Uh, anyways, does that fucker work? Yeah, it does. We're going to put cirques in there and cook them. Uh, that's what we're that's what we're gonna do with our people. It, it's for it's for practical purposes. It keeps the the building and the children warm. You know, um, can you get a fire going in that? I I would <laughs> would try. Is there a workbench? They're right behind the screen. There is actually reminds me of a set of the Punisher movie. Fuck, that's cool. I know it is pretty. It is pretty dope. This is where I fucking live now down here. All right. Okay. Do you think somebody like Do you think somebody like these Toronto people could even like they would be they would get scared down here, right? They'd be like, there's dirt on the, is that, is that real dirt? Like from outside? Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's a spider right there. It's the size of my head. His name's, his name's Carl. Hi, Carl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he sounds mean, but he's, he's nice. He only eats like mice and stuff. It's a big, it's a big spider. It's uh, it, I, it might not be from earth. It could, it's something that is lost to time that has been down here for hundreds of years, potentially. When, I don't know when this... I think this place was built just after the Salem Witch Trials, maybe? It's hard to say. You should see some of the... I mean, damn. Yeah, it's spooky down here. <laughs> oh, if there's any poltergeist down here, they're the second scariest thing in this basement. Oh, That door isn't made of wood, says Kasky. No, it's made... 
<laughs> Careful now. Pumpkin says, uh, Gage, just shut up. Better release the valve. All right. Let's, let's. <laughs> Let some steam out of there. Pogey Pirates says, Bigot shit wings back in the east. Bigot kitchen parties coming soon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we watch the fuck out. Have anyone noticed on out east it just became a little more racist? A little more mean and a little more... I don't know what happened. Something happened to the air here in the last, the last little while. Check for tunnels? I should. I should check for tunnels. I don't, I'm not confident. I'm just going to sit here and hope that the lights and the noise keeps the creatures away. Um, they like to scurry around in the dark most of the time. How's everybody doing on, on YouTube? A lot of people over there still. I don't know why you guys use it still. I use it. Use it till you lose it. Uh, steel, poach, do whatever you got to do. Rumble, a lot of people are using that one. Thank you uh, for doing that. <laughs> nice username. Chris Guy's Teeth. They are big enough to warrant their own, uh, their own personality, I suppose. It's not the craziest thing I've ever seen. Hellbilly says... I've heard some horror stories of camel spider from my vet friends. I'm good. No, dude, size of dinner plates. No joke. They're big. They are like that. They are big. And they can jump, and they're fast, and they're sneak, and they make a weird little hissing sound. <laughs> and they only come out at night, right, most of the time. And, uh, yeah, they're they're disgusting, horrible, horrible, horrible creatures. Um, Johnson666 says, good evening, sir. Did you Do you just keep the earpieces to the earphones in your ears all the time now? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. I just walk around with them within, in all day long. I'm deaf in one side anyway. Just keeps people from talking to me. They come in like, Ty, Ty. I'm like, I can't hear you. Sorry. There's stuff in my head. Not plugged in anything. I'm just spinning the cord around like a jerk. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't talk to people anymore. Uh, oh, good fun. Thanks. Thank you, J. Johnson. Crisby, how are you? He says, best green screen ever. Oh, you wish this was a green screen, fella. You wish. I have something to throw. I don't. I don't. Not really. I got a shoe. I don't know if I can hit Billy with it. <laughs> Keep it down back there! <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's invincible. All right. Happy Friday. Cheers. Thank you, Crisby. Hell, Billy Deluxe. EBGBs. Do you have them? Do you have them? I, I don't know. I'm used to it. I'm used to living in strange and supernatural conditions. <laughs> CRJ says, that room looks like it has its own ambient music, like a Diablo 2 dungeon. It does. That's why I have the earpieces in. Because when you take them out, it, it does play its own ambient music. It's terrifying. It's not anything anybody wants to hear. Um, you know, I, I could. I, I could take it out right now and, and play it for you for just a second. I don't know if you really want to listen to that. It's kind of, kind of fucked up. Uh, let's just see here if I can find... That's just the noise. That's just how it sounds down here all the time. Things are levitating around. Yeah, this is where Thomas lives. That's enough of that. <laughs> Put the earphones back in. It's, uh, you know... It's a th it's a it's a place. It's a place. So he says the setup is perfect. It screams Dagalon. It does. It it screams in demonic chanting too. Check this out. We got different. We can change colors. So we can. Whoa! It's the end of the world. <laughs> All right. This is the best, JJ says. Yeah, it's fun. Use the cave reverb. Oh yeah, the cave. I'd have to get. I'd have to get that. Uh, do I still have that around? I'm, I might fire that up for later. Kids, we are in a cave, in a in a lot of ways. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about tonight. There's so much. I mean, nothing good, right? 
No, obviously, it's not good. Things are not good. Things are really bad. <laughs> but you got to laugh or you'll go crazy. You got to. Oh, it's downloading an update. Stupid, stupid mod. I hope it doesn't screw with my, up, my updates. I, I, I'm very hesitant to do anything that fucks with the connection at all. Even downloading a little update is going to... Yeah, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk the integrity of the, of the boiler room. <laughs> Next time. I, I never even thought of it. Uh, I did have to update it. Um, yeah, just a lot of nightmarish, uh, horrible things. The government is so dumb, like new, new levels of dumb that I didn't really understand were possible. Um, you know, the queen of the group of people is back and she's making a fucking statement. She's openly demanding the heads of, uh, people of, uh, healthcare workers, government officials and so on. And you know what? I don't really care. I'm just kind of like, well, you know. I didn't even, I barely even looked up for my, you know, my breakfast. I'm like, I, mm, yeah, yeah, whatever. You see that? She's threatening to kill everybody. I'm like, well, it's about time. I mean, somebody was going to. <laughs> might, as, might as well be a crazy Filipino lady on a couch in a rundown apartment building on the east side of Vancouver. You know, oh, I'm, no, I'm sorry. She's the, she's the, uh, you know, the queen of the group of people. The same group of people. I'm going to play that again later, probably. What else is going on? Christian Freeland doesn't know how math works or more money comes from. That's crazy. Teresa Tam wants to vaccinate babies now. That's, uh, you know, because babies are vulnerable to the variant that uh, we just discovered as uh, primary uh, targets of babies. Yes, of course it does. The over super duper super delta uh, super variant. It's just the double. It's an extra. How much can they just keep doing this? You know what I mean? This is like. I saw a joke, uh, there was a Seinfeld on episode on in the background somewhere uh, recently, and it was like, you know, a level of dumb and naivety that's just like, it's, come on, is there anybody really this dumb? Yes, it is. The one when uh, Jerry was dating this girl, and she's like, uh, that's how I got gonorrhea, because I sat on a tractor in my bathing suit. That's what my boyfriend told me. <laughs> yeah, it's just another super duper variant. It's, I mean, it was on the news. It's just, you know. What are the odds? Of course. It's just totally normal and fun and, and amazing. The flu took a year off, too. That's the only thing you guys got to worry about is there's a super-duper death flu. Not even the not even the, not even the coronu. It's different. Just the regular flu because it took last year off to regroup. It's been getting in shape. It's been doing deadlifts all summer, all went all, since last year because it disappeared, right? And even Dr. Strang said so. He's the best doctor in the world. He's so good in Nova Scotia, especially that him. They gave him an award for how good of a doctor he is. And then he uh, and, and he laughed about it. And then he went on this hour is 22 minutes to tell jokes and stuff because we're in the middle of an emergency and people are dying and it's also scary and tragic and awful. He's got time to go fuck around on a TV show because, you know, that, as, as you do. I remember that's what Dwight Eisenhower liked to do in the middle of World War II. Oftentimes, uh, you know, especially in the middle of planning Operation Overlord. Uh, no, most people don't know this. He actually went and did several broadcasts with Orson Welles just horsing around on the radio. Because he's got nothing better to do. He's, he's not, it's all so tiresome. It's all, it's all so tiresome, isn't it, Phil? Um, what else is going on? There's, there's, there's so much, and it's just God, good God, the Omicron variant, and, and whatever it's going to be. A hundred and eight football players in the in the, the the FIFA whatever it's International Football Association are dead. Coaches, football players, associate like people involved in, in the league. 108, 109, I think another one went down today. Some of them are calling for an investigation. They say, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's nothing, nothing to be worried about now. 
And, uh, you know, didn't we call this? Like we did, I'm pretty sure we called this that it's like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna call it COVID twenty, COVID twenty one, COVID twenty two. It's gonna be forever. Belgian prime minister says the new variant heralds the arrival of COVID twenty one. Of course he does. Look at this sick freak with his stupid mask on. The prime minister of Belgium says that the new mutant variant of coronavirus is so potentially devastating that it should be called COVID twenty one. <laughs> we're gonna do it again and this is with most of the planet being vaccinated now right having two shots three shots now people are going to get three four i want 30 needles give me some more i'm a needle whore i'm a needle whore god you know it's like competition for actual whores it's i, I don't know i've never seen anybody want to get Let's just leave it at that. It's COVID-21, and it's it's three times worse. It's a super COVID. It's a final, it's a boss, you know, it's just going to keep getting worse. It's like a video game. And then there's going to be a bigger one and a, and a meaner one. This one's got horns now. It shoots lasers out of its eyes. You know, it can fly. It's got a jetpack. I don't know. It. <laughs> why, why wouldn't it do all these fucking things? <laughs> oh, mon dieu. Oh, mon dieu. What do I need? I need a fucking painkiller. That's what I need. What do you guys need? Do you want one? I got one right here. It's even got a bullet in it. Hi, firearmsoutletcanada.com. Uh, those guys, I understand some of the some of the big, some of the dags went and met up with them. Uh, was it Frank Max? Somebody told me they did. And, uh, you know, great. Awesome. Great. Good to see you. Thanks for coming out, guys. 190. Finally, we did it. We're here. I hope it holds out. Fingers crossed that the boiler room is a success. Phil, let's go. Yeah, finish that up. That's a big line, buddy. That's a big one. That's bigger than you're usually used to. Woo! Look at your eyes, dude. Can you even blink? No time to blink? All righty. says Jesus Duck Dedula is still around is she ever and she's got 70,000 followers 70k bro doing better than ever Chris Burke says imagine if the country popped off finally because of our fake queen it could this whole place is covered in kerosene you know and there's people running around with lit matches now so <laughs> Camus Geese says, JT came to BC to stare at some water. That's good. He's got to keep an eye on that water. Got to keep an eye on China's investments. Hellbilly Deluxe says, uh, approval of the Vax for kids 5 and up has been approved in Quebec uh, when the kids start uh, getting hurt. Uh, will that get the fence sitters off the fence? Holy fuck. I don't think so. Some maybe. Um, I think 90 to 95% of people have have chosen their team, you know, and they're going to die, live and die by those things. You can 
I, I swear, I've seen some of them. I've seen some of them uh, on on Twitter and stuff. Now they they went and like stuck up all their kids, and then they die, like sixteen years old and fifteen and stuff. Right? And they go, well, at least they were vaccinated. Like that's their cope that they did the right thing. And even though their son is dead, well, at least we did our part. We're they're they're gone, man. They're gone in the head um, because. It's too painful. It's like a, it's like mental trauma or something, where people um, will their brains will protect them from something that's too horrifying to face. So it just didn't happen, or um, you know, people will black out memories and block stuff out. They don't even really, you know, uh, assault victims, rape victims, people with extreme PTSD and, and things like that. Um, people with a really extremely abusive childhoods and this kind of thing, they'll block stuff out. They don't even remember it happening. Like, they have no recollection of it whatsoever until they go under, like, hypnosis or, or something, or something triggers it to come back up. Because your brain is like, that is too fucked up. We're just, nope, we, we can't even handle that, so we're not even going to look at that ever again. We're just going to throw dirt on that, put it down here, and we're going to put it in the oven, and it's just gone forever. We're never going to look at it again. Because this would demand that these extremely weak people, anyway, um, would then have to question and face the reality that they were lied to. They fell for a lie. They fell for a bunch of garbage and, and gobbledygook uh, and basically sacrificed their, ch- their kids on the altar of woke. And they basically are responsible for destroying their own family. That's not something people are going to be able to do. They can't even admit that they did it to themselves, never mind their kids. So rather than admit that or even entertain that possibility, they will fight you for bringing it up, for even saying anything like this. They'll, they'll become, un, uh, you know, enraged out of their minds with, um, you know, trying to stop you from talking because they can't. You're basically shattering this 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 illusion, this fantasy world that they've created to protect themselves. Um, it's, you know, people will fight to to maintain their enslavement because the process of escaping it is too painful to do it. So they will fight you to, pr- to protect the system. And which is what's going to happen, unfortunately. I don't know how many people, um, you know, some, some will probably feel they were forced and coaxed into it and didn't want to do it in the first place and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then that's going to set them off the fucking, off the deep end, right? I would be more worried about those people than, uh, you know, uh, trying to push stuff on, on people's kids that are like, we're not, you know, we don't want it. We're not doing it. I dare you to fucking try, et cetera. Um, the, the bigger threat is the people that didn't want to, caved already, went and did it, and then something happens. And then, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just guessing, you know, as someone that has uh, three young children, to lose one of them to something like that, uh, especially if you only have, you know, that that would certainly. I mean, I don't know. You're in uncharted territory then, in the mind, in the in the soul, right? Like, how how do you even deal with that? Do you go crazy? Do you go on a fucking rampage? I don't know, but you'd ha- I would have to imagine it's on the table, and you're doing this to tens of millions of people all over the all over the world. I mean. This is uh, this is a crazy, crazy thing that we're living through. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Bushman says, whoa, what did I miss? Ragecast now streaming from an Amish village. What the fuck did you do? Dude, this is the boiler room. This is the oven we put the cirques in. To heat, it heats Dagalon. This furnace alone heats uh, the majority of the of the country. The majority of it is that is that furnace where the cirques go. All right? They're, you know, we got to do something with them. There's so many. They surrender so easily and so many. We can't, we can't feed them. We can't keep them in camps, which is, you know, it's inhumane. It's pointless. Let's just, you know, and uh, it's over quick. You know, it's an incinerator. <laughs> just whoosh, throw them in. <laughs> Antihate.com. Extreme right-wing alt-right uh, vlogger makes jokes about burning people in ovens. 
Yeah, um, nothing really matters anymore. It's basically the end of the fucking world, guys. So, yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to make offensive jokes. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right? You've destroyed society. Inflation's running away. The country's damaged beyond repair. We're doomed to fucking implode. You've compromised our security systems, our healthcare, our economy's ruined. The man, hyperinflation is already beginning. It's already taking place. They're denying it. Uh, the future has nothing but bad shit in store. But don't don't make me don't make jokes that make people uncomfortable. Are you are you uh, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with your brain? <laughs> Stop, man. Stop, stop. We've got bigger problems. All right? Oh. <sighs> Wife to Hellbilly Deluxe says, love the new look. Evening, sir. Evening, fellow bigots and bigots. Thank you, man. Camus Key says, it's like getting to that eighth level in Metroid. You just start over from the beginning. <laughs> GGR says, every appointment in Nova Scotia for kids got booked in minutes when it went live, like tickets to Lady Gaga or something. This is not going to be good. No, it's not. Uh, Bass in the Grass says, I'm back, bigots. Uh, little Bigette is in bed. Party time. Lost a longtime friend to the uh, Jibby Jab games. Fuck them. Bigots are the true family. Boog! This one's for a very special yellow white supremacist Bigette. You know who you are, he says. Aw, is this a love story? Yellow white supremacist Bigette? I think he means an Asian girl. Come on, guys. There's Asian girls are, you know, come on. <laughs> well, yeah. Congratulations, sir. I'm happy for it. Hellbilly Deluxe says, underpowered wood chippers feet first. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one way to do it. If that's, I, I personally don't want to go that route. It's messy. It's, it takes a long time. But if you, if you want, if you want. Sheila the Uncle says, we need to copy communists in areas they are successful. They gladly cut relations over politics. Uh, example, over Trump. In a snap, we should do likewise. Blood means nothing if your family are retarded cunts. Um, not really. Yeah, at least Dewey asked, did they meet on Fuck You Date Me? I don't know. I hope so. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, man. I mean, th this is the single most defining issue of our time, isn't it? You're either you either get what's ha you either see what's happening or you don't. I had a, I had a long conversation, not super long, couple an hour, hour, two hours, uh, with a guy I haven't heard from in like ten years, maybe longer. I, I last saw him in Third Battalion, long time ago. Uh, three RCR in Petawawa, and he's getting out now. He's a warrant officer, and forced away, forced away. And he said, you know, sitting, get there to, and watch my brothers across the field look at me like I'm, you know, I'm the one that's fucked up, and you basically being, you know, ostracized and kicked out of your own family in a way. And um, you know, this is just it, it, there's there's no part of society or there's no cultural um, group, no ethnic group, nothing that that isn't affected by this. And you either see what's happening or you don't. And, you know, from all walks of life, from all over the world, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or, or anything. You either see it or you don't. And, uh, or do you choose not to? Or you choose to look away and believe that things are, are something they're not because it's the, the comforting lie is more, more palatable than the, you know, the digestible, uh, the painful truth, I guess I should say. Uh, Philip's Disciple says, that boiler is going to reduce the carbon footprint. Hey, Genghis Khan. I don't, I don't worry about what I'm doing. All right? It, now, now, you know what? So it's not only Phil has got, Phil's more popular than me. Billy Bob, everybody loves. He's just watching my six back there, right? Yeah. Cut the fuck back to work! All right. All right, Phil. All right. All right, Billy. Like they, these guys, and now the fucking inanimate of the boiler. You know, Derek's like that boiler. It need, you know what it needs? It needs it needs eyes. It needs googly eyes and arms. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. 
Am I going to say no? I don't know. I think it, I think it needs those things. Uh, <laughs> Hell, Billy Deluxe says, there's a reason why it's slow. I, I know that. I know that. But does anybody else know that? Um, what's going on there? Jay Dizzle. How you doing over there on, on YouTube? I've got that. There's multiple. There's a lot of things going on here. Um, a lot of windows open. A lot of chats and things. Rumble also. And there's a lot of people over there. Scented candles. What are you guys talking about over there? Background is very cozy, says John Ottawa. Thank, well, thank you. Thank you. It needs it needs six. <laughs> Does the boiler have a name? Not yet, but we could name him together. I think I think someone should name it, and I think that whatever it names will stay. What what does he what does he feel like to you? It definitely feels like a he, doesn't it? Or is it a woman? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't create life inside of it. It destroys it viciously. So it's definitely a man, right? You know, you know, men women can create children, right? It's a beautiful thing. Men take their emotions and feelings and you just you just push it way down. You bury it in alcohol and you just slowly die from cancer. Uh, so, the, yeah, it's definitely male. So there's that. Uh, the Circulonian Circulator. people. Robert is another name thrown out there. Is Freddy Krueger down there? You're looking at him, boy. Sir Cirque Bernalot, Bertha the Boiler. <laughs> Daggy. Yeah, it could be old Daggy. Old Daggy the Coal Furnace. <laughs> Bigette says it's a woman. No, no, no. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, I'm, we'll come to something. I don't think we need to do that we, right this minute. Cirque Monster. That's funny. Brawn. Yeah. Women like fire. That's true. Especially when it's burning their enemies. Col- Colbert. <laughs> Col- <laughs> I, I, I like the unassuming silly name that don't mean any, like, just unassuming, like Brad, you know? Like if you had like a super villain, who is, oh, that's Brad, you know? That's <laughs> just dumb. Philip, Billy Bob, uh, Colbert, you know? I think we, I think it might be Colbert. We might have to. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to jump to conclusions right now. But that's that's. I like that one so far. It's funny. It fits the theme of just <laughs> regular names, regular sound. It does kind of look like Bender, though. Ferryman says it. The Bender bot. It does kind of look like. Gets my shiny metal ass. Uh, Jake Powell says, "How the hell is your hair so shiny today?" Uh, very looking. It's the light. I've got a you know wonderful light to make me look. Uh, it's drowning out the age, right? I look much younger. <laughs> it, as the event notice, it's dark down here, so I needed to get a light for it. It's just how it looks, okay? So you can either drink it in and be happy and be part of it, or you can just walk away. It's up to you. Nobody's forcing you to sit here and look at me. You can look at your feet. You can look at the sky. You can look anywhere else. Uh, bass in the grasses, I'll say this. Filipinos are based. Uh, thanks to the ferryman's toll. Fuck you, date me worked. Feeling cute, might diag tag later. Did it really work? That's amazing if they did meet on there. That's fucking hysterical. Salty Inga Binga Bear. Brutus, see, that's his suggestion. Who could go with Brutus? The ferryman's toll says, regardless of what it's called, can we all just agree it has the personality of Bender? Yeah, I think that's appropriate. I think it does. I think it smokes cigars. I got some cigars back there. Maybe I'll get, oh, I don't have a lighter. I don't have a lighter and I didn't even cut. Oh, shit. I should. I could, I could smoke a cigar down here. That would be... Oh, where the fuck are my lighters? Do I even... I, Ma! <laughs> oh, hey! Oh, Ma! Bring the cannoli! Bring a lighter down here! Come on! I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to go get one. Uh, there might be one somewhere. Uh, let's see. 
It could be. It is. It is basically better. Amel seen on M says name the boiler Auntie Schwitz. Oh, that's a little on the nose there. It's a little on the nose. The meatloaf. <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. Yeah, bring the cannolis. Oh, are you kidding me with this? Last clown says Buenos noches, mi amigo. I like the new cozy setting and the hair. The hair. It's. I've always done. I haven't done anything different. The lights are just different. All right. It's a. It's a. It's a. Just. We're here to do serious things. This is a serious place. There's crazy stuff going on, and you guys are worried about a, uh, a coal burner, a, a brick with googly eyes, and, and, and pipe cleaner arms, and here you and and this. You know, I'm starting to get the idea. You guys aren't taking this seriously. <laughs> He's very dangerous. He's out of control. Oh my God, we gotta stop him. Says Mac Lamoureux from AntiHate.com. <laughs> <laughs> light the cigar off the pilot light like a man. Maybe I will. Maybe I will, pumpkin. Uh, Ferris Tolson says, please adjust the video frame so I can screenshot the boiler and begin memeing immediately. Well, I suppose that can be arranged. Let's see here. Let me just take this. Oh, my arm's in the way here. Wait not. Wait, we got to Would you just... God damn it. Oh, the poltergeist has me. I can't move this out of the way enough that... There. Here we... Oh, you know what? I'll just... No, that's even worse. That's worse now. I don't know. There's enough... There's... There's... You know. I have to get it more centered on, right? I don't know. You're going to have to work with that. <laughs> I'll send you a picture later. How's that? The boiler... We've got a new character. The boiler is here, and uh, he's, he's not queer, and he likes to party. Yeah, or yeah, we're going with heat. Uh, co- CRJ's <sighs> cocaine rim job. His hair is shiny, deep fake skinwalker. Literally shaking right now. It's I'm doing the Pierre Polyev thing. No, I literally. It's the can of. It's I have done nothing different. It's just a light. It's just a creepy, spooky Civil War era murder basement. It's just a pile of. Um, uh, I'm I'm just a crazy person. All right. There, of which there's many, obviously. The last two years has driven so many people insane. Doesn't even matter anymore. You wouldn't if you if you ran sanitariums, you'd have to put half a goddamn town in there. <sighs> Hail Billy Deluxe has worked out of town this week. Felt like prison with a comfier bed. Woof. Anderson Paladin says that Colbert's got to the BBC. Big black coal. Mm, he does. <laughs> Mark three hundred six. How you doing, brother? He says the Boog Boiler, the Boogler. Ooh. Colbert, the Boog Boiler, or the Boogler. Yeah, that's possible. Sean M., is that your mom's house? Yeah, my mom lives in this witch dungeon basement. And uh, we kidnap children together, lo- you know, local ch- kids, not like from far away. And then we lure them in here and, uh, you know, we cook them in the oven. It's, you know, did you guys not know that about me? I thought you knew I was I was one of these people, right? I've been told. I'm also a Russian agent. I'm um, I'm a Fed um, I'm everything. I, what have I not been called yet? Is there anything I have not been called? I think I've, I think I've hit everything. <laughs> Feed them to Wally. Sex dungeon says last clown. Right? I mean that's a better. Go, yeah, it's it, it it does have a kind of a creepy. Used to be a CIA torture chamber. It has that kind of vibe. Is this? We're not just going to talk with this the whole time, are we? I refuse. I'm going. We're moving on. Moving on now. It's been nearly it's been nearly forty five minutes of this. Forty minutes of this. Like so I'm just imagining someone driving their car, be like, he's been talking about a basement for forty minutes. 
I wanted to hear about the Omicron variant and how afraid I should be. Should my children get vaccines in both of their eye sockets? Maybe I'm going to, well, I'm going to fill a bathtub with vaccines and I'm going to drown my children in it. Oh, that's a great idea. Of course, as we all know, the COVID strain worse than Delta found in three countries. Oh, you know what? There's no, no. There's, there's, a, there's a, there's a song. There's, there's music for this. It's got. I mean, it's the. I'm doing the job of of what what they want, right? You guys need to be terrified. That's the whole point. So you know, <sighs> let's just find something that, that appropriately matches. Uh, this sounds about right. Dark ambient. Oh, what are we doing? This one might be okay. This this maybe will do it. There we go. COVID strain worse than Delta. Found in three countries. Three! Maybe yours, is it? Maybe you should read on. Here's a picture of a biohazard bag. (laughs) You know, that scary, creepy fucking... (laughs) Symbol? Make sure you put that in there. Scientists are sounding the alarm as what could be the most highly evolved strain of the coronavirus has been discovered in patients in different parts of the world. Its resistance to vaccine adds to the concerns. The latest known variant of COVID has significant changes in its spikes, which could make it invincible for vaccination. It could be the most highly evolved strain yet as 32 mutations have apparently been detected in it. The currently dominant, highly transmissible Delta strain, which has contributed to this year's surge in cases globally, has at least 11 mutations. Originally spotted in three patients in Botswana, and thus known as the Botswana variant, it has already been found in three countries since its first infections on November 11th. Six cases have been detected in South Africa, and one more was later registered in Hong Kong, according to British media. The Hong Kong patient recently traveled to China. China. The patient is also said to be double vaccinated. News of the mutated strain, known as B11529, and which could end up being named New, was shared by Tom Peacock, a virologist at London's Imperial College Department of Infectious Disease, describing the Botswana variant spike profile as horrific. He tweeted that it could be worse antigenically than nearly anything else about. Clearly we're doomed. Warning that the new variant has a very long branch length and really awful spike mutation, the virologist said it could be very, very much monitored. On the bright side, according to researchers, the high number of mutations could mean the variant is unstable. So far, COVID-19 has killed more than 5 million people. 5 million. That could be you. You could be next. Your mother, your father. Your car. Your... your... Children could die in childbirth because of climate change. Any, any number of things could happen. And the only way to save yourself is to do as the government says. Clearly, this is what we know what to do. 
That's so stupid. That was just one story. There's probably 30 million of these floating around like this now. Hellboy Deluxe is a soulless fucking ginger. Well, duh. Kamaski, Dr. Cole. We're going back to the furnace again. Feather Not Dot said boilers are like boats. They always named after women. Uh, that looks like a Clarice. The screaming of the lambs. It puts the lotion on. It works pretty well. Oh, would you do me? I'd do me. Goodbye, horses. I'm dying over you. Goodbye. How creepy would it be if I came out here with like lipstick on and started singing that song in this basement? Fucking subscriber count cut in half. <laughs> I'm out. That was fucked. I can't ever unsee that. I can never unsee that image. MLC9M says, fueled by Christopher Freeland's carbon footprints. <laughs> Pumpkin says, biohazard bags are what you shit in in a tank. You hang them off the side of the hall until the next running replenishment. Not so scary. Really? We just... I don't want to say what we did. <laughs> Pop Squirrel says, I'm off the couch anyway. Do it! No, I'm not doing it! I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. See, Nitro Short Bus is just screaming, No! On YouTube. Why, why, you know, why would you... Why would you do such an insane thing? Oh, Rumble has uh, crashed, has it? Or have it? Has it not? No, it's still going. Said it ended. It's not ended. Nothing is ended. Nothing is over. That was weird. Uh, Pumpkin says, can you sing Morrissey for us? No, I, not. I, ref I refuse. I refuse. Feather Not Don says, that would be legend lipstick. No. <laughs> it's, it would be funny, but there's certain, there's certain things I just won't do as an entertainer. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't do the, like wear a dress and kiss a dude for a, for a funny skit on SNL. You know, they make them cuck like that and do these guys. I'd be like, I'm not fucking doing that. No, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. Come on, it'll be really funny. Uh, maybe to you, but uh, to me, it's gross, and I don't. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing that. I have some. So I, the RCR left me with a tiny, tiny, tiny shred of dignity, and I guard that like the fucking One Ring from Lord of the Rings. Polymer thing says, "An unsolved bigotries need solving." There's some. There's some unsolved bigotries that need solving right now. And if you didn't notice, in the chair, just in case I ever need it. Just in case there's a mystery to solve, it's always right there, waiting for your input. What will the people name the boiler? And how many people have disappeared into its deadly, fiery clutches? Maybe you have the answer. Uh, Hellboy Deluxe says, I feel uh, you brother ginger in beard only, plus gray. Ah, thank you. Anderson Palin says, never go full Gavin McGinnis. Yeah, I didn't know about that when I talked to him. That was... Some people will do some things for clicks, you know? He, as, he, as he appeared from behind the boiler. Dude, I could do... So, I need to make an intro for this channel um, to swap... I like, I've got three different ones. One's fairly old. I usually play it on Wednesdays. And then there's the Monday one, which is fairly old. Also. And the Friday one I just played, uh, East Coast Canadian from Super Conspiracy Thursday with Phil Brown uh, made for me a few months back. And I like that one. But I want to do... Just, I'll just swap them out whenever. That one needs to be the un, the unsolved bigotries, you know? I'm just going to... In, in this creepy basement, too? It'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Some, something like that. Uh, oh, I should save it. Should I save it? Yeah, I'm going to save it for now. For, for now. I've got an idea, but I don't want to ruin it. The intro that uses the Beetlejuice music, that's Wednesday. That's the Wednesday one. That's the original. The original classic unhinged madman um, who's out of control. Who needs a good suplex? You guys are talking about that. All right, I'm getting sidetracked here. Meanwhile, 
Um, you know, and we just we just we need more. We need more penetrations, guys. We need more. And there's it's safe and effective, and everybody knows that. And if you don't agree with that, you're stupid. You're just stupid. What don't you understand? Trust the experts, the people on TV that lie all the time, that have been caught lying all the time, that are surrounded by, oddly enough, coincidentally, not related, safe and effective. Surrounded by, uh, in Nova Scotia's case, let's say 15 lobbyists from AstraZeneca alone. Just, just that one company 15 province has less than a million people in it but we need 15 lobbyists from a major for, for fucking nova scotia there's more people in like large towns in in you know most american states than this entire province okay and uh that's apparently not anything worth looking into no one needs to know about that uh, again dr strang is busy he's doing things on this hour is 22 minutes because uh yeah, I, it's racist to ask me questions, all right? And everything's fine. And there's nothing to worry about. And that's why the FDA wants to wait 55 years to process the Freedom of Information Act uh, requests over the vaccine data. 50, 55 years, knowing that we'll all be dead long before then. Um, it's not going to matter. Why don't they just throw it in with the JFK files? As in, like, oh, we'll let you know in a hundred years. They still haven't released all the JFK files, right? That was 1963. Uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on that ever coming out. Because the people that did it are still around. Some of them are from a foreign country that everybody worships. Whoops. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I'm delusional. I'm just saying things. I don't know what I'm talking about. Freedom of Information Act requests are rarely speedy, but when a group of scientists asked the federal government to share the data it relied upon in, in licensing Pfizer's vaccine, the response went beyond typical bureaucratic foot dragging, as in 55 years beyond. That's along the FDA. In court papers this week, proposes it should be given to review and release the trove of uh, penetration-related documents responsive to the request. If a federal judge in Texas agrees, plaintiffs, public health, and medical professionals for transparency can expect to see the full record in 2076. I will be long dead. 55, 65, 75, 85. I'm looking at 90, 91 years old. There's no way I'm going to make it till 91. There's not a chance. There's no chance. If I make it to 50, that's like, wh- how did you how did you do it? How how did you do it? Oh, this is silly. 55 years. Because safe and effective. Really? There's nothing to hide here. There's nothing weird going on. That's why we can't tell you what, what's going on because it's it's 55 years. Uh, oh, I think I got a little bit of a spike there. Uh, let me know. Did anybody get, did you get a bad laugh? I'm, I'm, this is the first, you know, experience with this. I'm just, I'm, I'm in uncharted waters here. I'm trying to test this and make sure everything uh, works okay. Uh, let's check here. Let's go live to YouTube and see if it, baby back boiler. Oh, it's still working. Okay. I don't know. Maybe like for a second. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Moving on. Again, and, it, and it's, it's super safe and it, and it works guys. It works so well. You're going to save millions of lives. You're going to save lives of people that haven't been born yet, and you're going to bring people back from the dead. Probably because maybe partially due to the Mandela effect. I don't know. But they keep revising the war dead down. And pretty soon, if enough people get quadruple uh, octuplet penetrated, um, World War I never happened, guys. So do your part in saving the world. 
<laughs> because it super works. That's why, um, you know, part of this, unvaccinated uh, Canadian Forces members could face an unsuitable for further service uh, release. They're being kicked out. They're being, you know, uh, the 5F discharge is, is not a good release. Um, it's not the worst one, but it's... Mm, not good. It doesn't look good on you. And uh, there's hundreds of people in, in Petawawa now quarantined, hundreds of troops, um, because, well, they're, they've, they've, got, uh, they've got coronavirus. How is that possible, being all double penetrated? I don't know. You should ask them how they feel about that. And that now they're going to all have to go get booster shots. And, and then another booster shot, and, and then another one, and then another one. Forever and ever and ever, praise be to the Lord. Amen. There's nothing weird about that either. That's normal. Right? It's like polio. You get a polio vaccine? Yeah, I won. And I'm done forever. And it's been not even a year, and we're up to three. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Anyway. Um... D&D Chief Operations Major Christopher Daniel told True North that as Wednesday, 4% of Canadian Forces members eligible to receive the vaccine have not yet done so. Sorry to say, guys, compliance in the CF is very, very, very high. Extremely high. They've been purging people and getting rid of some real OG uh, guys for a while now. Like, And some guys have seen it coming. The guy I was talking to last night, he's like, I've been seeing this coming for years. I've been watching it develop, watching it happen, and now it's really coming in hard, and no one listens to me. Nobody, And, and they don't. They don't see it. They don't want to see it. Um, you know, it's sad, but uh, a lot of these guys are just. But you know what? Their their standards are not what they used to be. And uh, if it makes you feel better, quite a few guys have released or been out since and got out long before this, and some more getting out now that are um, especially the the uh, the you know my buddy I talked to last night, uh, battle hardened. You know, body counts, and uh, they're on your side versus a bunch of people who you know if they get yelled at too much, they can pull out a card and have a safe space on basic training so that they don't get offended or anything like that. And don't You can't make them do push-ups anymore either because that's not really appropriate. It's uh, too aggressive and you know, toxic masculine and this kind of whole thing. Um, I'm not kidding, all right? I'm not kidding at all. The Canadian Forces is in fucking shambles. They're not making soldiers and warriors anymore. They're making um, bumbling robots. That's it. You know, bare minimum. Like, the, the, point the gun, shoot that way. That's basically all they're going to be. You know, kind of like the Soviets, maybe, with their conscripts. Not trained to think. You're not even really trained to do much or fight anybody because they don't need to fight anybody. Because we're basically a proxy state of the Chinese now, aren't we? So, it's already over. They don't want us to have a strong military. What would be the point of that? It's just my, just a guess. Just a guess as to why there's you know a dozen, fifteen uh, hard charging generals removed. No, they're all they're all rapists. All of them, all of them. Every single senior army officer with a set of nuts on them in the military, all rapists, all sexual predators and assaulters, and and, and so on. That seems unlikely, but uh, okie dokie. Let's just let's just go with that then, man. Um, you know, I thought this was really funny as well that, um, amongst all of this, because what part of the world would you imagine? Logically, when this first happened, I was like, dude, places like India and Pakistan and Africa, where there's like immense populations, there's a, like a billion people living in India. Right. And I think almost that many in Pakistan, between Pakistan, India, and China, that's most of the planet living in those three countries. So well, climate change, go, go talk to them. They do literally all the polluting. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, 
you would you would you would you would serve to make sense that these places, especially you know, uh, low uh, medical advancement infrastructure, not like the not like Western countries. I mean, Pakistan, New Delhi. Have you seen parts of India? Uh, the streets are littered with garbage. Okay, and they're living on top of each other. There's monkeys steal children there. It's it's ugh. anyway. Um, you would assume they'd be devastated, and and uh, what you know what Africa apparently is fine. You know, like Congo and, uh, you know, Zimbabwe, Sierra Leone, Mali, uh, Somalia, uh, Eritrea. You know, how many African countries does this guy know off the top of his head? Morocco. Well, Morocco is not really. It's Northwest Africa. You know, North Africa is not the same as South Africa. South of the Sahara is a, that's a different place. <laughs> And uh, anyway, the point being, um, in Harar or Harer, Zimbabwe, a busy market in a poor township outside of the his city this week, Nayashi Nandu kept his mask in his pocket as hundreds of other people, mostly unmasked, jostled to buy and sell fruit and vegetables. COVID-19 is gone. When did you hear of anyone who has died of COVID-19? Nadu said. I don't know. I assume that's how he talks. <laughs> I've seen Blood Diamond. The mask is to protect my pocket. He said, "The police demand bribes, so I, I lose money if I don't have uh, if I don't move around with a mask." The entire country recorded 33 cases and uh, zero deaths in line with a recent fall in the disease across the continent. Where World Health Organization's data show that infections have been dropping since July, and they're four or six percent vaccinated, something like that, right? Basically, non-existent, not a problem. So uh, interesting is that because it's just weird, right? Almost like. No one really cares what goes on there, and that's not really the point. And it's not. It's almost like it's almost as though the point um, and the effort, really, the end game, is to just cripple and destroy Western civilization, and note most notably the United States um, and everybody else along the way. But for some reason, uh, no one cares about Nambia <laughs> because if you were going to implement a global world government, who do you suppose would oppose that sort of thing? Well, Western countries, for starters. You know, Europeans have a long history of opposing uh, tyrannical maniacs. Um, we're not a big fan. And then there's the whole United States thing. Uh, yeah, so it's weird that they would have to be, they're the ones on the, you know, most of the block here. Run by, you know, communist uh, sympathizing old man who doesn't know where he is or what's going on half the time. And it's funny that if their guy does it, it's fine. The disconnect is is total and complete and we can't coexist with these people there's not going to be a reunification they're too far gone they've already planted the seeds they've already decided you're their enemy and things are only going to escalate until uh people are killing each other it's just a natural progression it's what happens uh it's it's never de-escalated to my knowledge from this extreme back to normal in in history ever once you've labeled a group and blamed everything on their problem, it's all their fault, and it's these idiots and these oh, these disgusting parasites, disease spreaders, filthy rat, plague-like creatures. Sound familiar? It should. It's been used in history numerous times to justify the destruction of a or wholesale destruction of a portion of the population. So there's that. Am I saying that's going that that's what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know we're following a very similar pattern, and you know, A plus B equals C. So let's just see where this math goes. Anyway, um, poopy pants old man. Is, is now there's a travel ban on Africa in response to the new Omicron variant of COVID. Didn't he say travel bans were racist? I think Trump just banned like seven countries who had high concentrations of enemy, uh, 
you know, like Muslim militants that were literally playing. Like the CIA and the NSA have so much goddamn money, and they, what do you think? They just sit around. Yeah, they're aware of where the problems are, and they're like, yeah, maybe we don't, maybe we don't import anybody from from Libya for a little while or Iraq, you know? Because we kind of destroyed those places, and they're they're a little angry about it, and. You know, Hassan's entire family was killed and his mom died horribly in a bomb, you know, whatever. So he wants to come to America and kill Americans. <laughs> you know, it's a crazy idea. That's all Trump, like, you know, tried to block like seven countries. Biden bans the entire continent. <laughs> oh, I want all these black people coming here and giving me uh, uh, smallpox. Mr. President, it's not small. Yeah, but when I was a boy, we used to have we'd have we'd have parties where we'd have smallpox parties, and when the kids we would get a, they they would get a, exposed to it, and we'd bring them up. Mr. President, that was that was the chicken pox. That wasn't smallpox. Hey, if if you keep talking, I'm gonna do what I used to do to my shark that I had when I was in a pool once. I was a congressman uh, for a country that it doesn't exist anymore, but it it was called Falule, and I I was and I had a uh, and it was I was a sweet prince and i i would i would have this dog that i would and i would feed it to the shark and his name was uh sharky and we would go on adventures in through the galaxy oh i mean is he still president guys are we really still are we playing this game are we still gonna like you heard him right you did you just hear what he said that was nonsense the guy's completely out of his mind where are why are you all just pretending like, he didn't say those things just now. That was the president. That wasn't someone's deranged grandfather. <sighs> okay. All right. Deploy the troops to the Ukraine, then. I guess. We're all going to burn. Uh, whatever. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just. This is how you deal with it. You know? It's like, how, how do they deal with it at the, at the, at the dealing with this guy? Well, I, I have an idea. <laughs> A lot of alcohol. What a fucking place, man. This is real life. We live in a in a comedy. The Joker was right. I used to think my life was a tragedy. But then I realized it was a comedy. It is. This is the most ridiculous timeline possible. Change my mind. You can't. Good God. Christian Freeland next. That's how the White House manages, I think, every day. The Albertan says, what will the variant be for the next financial quarter? 
take your soma all as well. I was talking. I was talking about that earlier with my mom actually. Um, that he all is well. Like that. That's basically. I was complaining about how I was trying to get this internet shit fixed, and I literally cut myself on that thing. Jesus Christ, John Plattsmith, that thing is sharp. I mean, not badly. I mean, I just nicked myself, but damn, it cut me. Anyway, um, that's that's the whole thing. You would never know. They say like, oh, the economy's doing great. Everything's just that's that's what should really alarm you. When you know they're lying, right? There's no fucking way they're not lying. Uh, it's not like, well, you could reasonably... It, th- this isn't five years ago, right? Um, five, six... Whenever I started doing this, five, six years ago, I was like, dude, there's fucking problems in the world. And people are like, oh, no, we know. I'm like, no, no, I don't I don't mean like the kind that you always have that are just like, oh, what are you going to do about poverty? And, uh, you know, there's another war again, you know, that kind of thing. I, I mean, like, shit is funneling into a doomsday scenario. I mean, we're all going to be fucked like, are you seeing what's going on? This is fucking really bad. And they're like, oh. it, you had to look and you had to know where to look and you had to have someone that knew what they were talking about to explain it to you and, and show you the evidence. And you go, yeah, that is alarming. That is. And then you logically you sleep on it at night and you do two plus two does equal four still. Oh, man. And, and the government spent all of our money. That doesn't work. And then you're like, well, I, I assume they're in charge. I, I assume they know what they're doing. They're the government. Mr. Speaker, inflation is a global phenomenon. You know, like the Northern Lights or like ghosts or something. Oh, my fuck. We are doomed. Are you kidding me? Everything around us is visib- visibly degrading. It, it, like that, that was debatable. But now like it can't be, it can't be said that it isn't. Have you seen pictures of some of the cities in China and Dubai? What they look like right now? They look like they're out of cyberpunk. It's ins- it's amazing. You're like, holy fuck. Why don't we have that? And again, as someone, I've driven across this country in the last two years six times, maybe. I mean, across the country to like, you know, Alberta and back. Halifax to Alberta and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And... This place is not doing good, man. Every time I go, and it, it's getting worse, like visibly worse. The homeless encampments are getting bigger. The boarded up stores and shop and, and buildings that are falling apart are becoming more frequent, more common. There's ghost towns in this country. Ghost towns in Canada, and, and like more than a few. Um, there's rusted out motels everywhere and abandoned businesses and abandoned buildings. Dude, I'm telling you, it... If you showed someone this in the 80s, they'd be like in tears, like, what, what, what the fuck's going on? What happened? Like, yeah, things didn't go so well. Uh, we kind of fell apart there towards the end, uh, you know. And, um, you know, the demographics are being what they are. It, you're just like, holy shit, man. When you, when you actually get out there, um, Ferryman can attest to this. And it's, it's funny that somebody made the joke. Was it, I think Anastasia was like, it's like you guys t- traded jobs. He was, he was, and thanks to you. Thanks man for holding the fort down and doing what you, I, I tuned into some of them on the road and I was driving around meeting everybody and talking to people and, uh, man, it's, it's, you can see it. You can see the degradation everywhere physically in the buildings and the infrastructure and the roads. It's like, when's the last time any of this has been, I first saw that when I was in, uh, well, I mean, Afghanistan never had an infrastructure, okay, let's be honest. But, like, Kandahar City was, like, a rundown third world shithole. And I'm not saying we're there yet, but I'm starting to see similarities. 
And then Jamaica, another example where, you know, the British, uh, you know, left, pulled out whatever in the, was it the sixties or something? And no offense, Jamaica, but, uh, yikes. It, nobody's done any maintenance on those buildings in Kingston, for example, since then, since we la- since, since the British left. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm starting to see that more and more. That used to be very rare in Canada. Now it's like, we stopped building new things. Have you noticed that? We've stopped building statues to our to our great people. Uh, we have great people, but you're not allowed to know about them. I had, I had this conversation with Dylan Hillier, and he's like, this country reveres its failures. You're not allowed to. Why doesn't fucking Smokey Smith have a goddamn statue? And I mean a big one. Don Cherry should have a friggin' statue. And we, we, we revere people like Romeo Dallaire. Unpopular opinion, but when I thought about it, it's entirely... The dude sat there, and listen, this guy was like heralded as, as a hero. Romeo Dallaire, big-time general. That guy, he was in Rwanda, you know. He was there. He saw it all. Yeah, he did. He saw it all. He, he saw it. He saw it. He watched it happen, and he didn't do shit. That's the Canadian officer now. Could you imagine being, I mean, I mean, this, I never thought of it this way. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. Wow. Because, I mean, well, it's Romeo Dallaire. I mean, I personally started to not like the guy when he supported Omar Khadr as a child soldier and all. You guys know the story there. But he sat there with a, with, Imagine just being a person. Put yourself in this position. Because we all have... The world is fucked, right? How many of you have ever had the chance to be a fucking general? With thousands... With with hundreds... I don't know how many men he had there in Rwanda. I'm going to assume it was hundreds at least. Hundreds of men with guns. Machine guns. Real... I mean, real power. It just being like, hey, if I tell them to go burn that village down and kill everyone, they're going to do it. That's some. That's some power, dude. So you have this huge gun on your hip that you can pull out like a, like a, <laughs> like Colbert, the BBC's big bigot Colbert. <laughs> you could drop that shit on the table and go, whoa, pull, throw your weight around a little bit. You know what I mean? This, they act like it was just some guy. Oh, what did I have to do? I don't know. There was nothing I could do. You're a fucking general in the Canadian forces. Why didn't you be like, um, yeah, this isn't going to happen. But they didn't tell you you'll get fired. Good. I don't care. I don't care. Am I going to sit here and watch unknown scores of people be massacred to death? Because, well, I was just doing my job. I didn't bother to intervene. So. (laughs) And we celebrate that guy. What? Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You watched a genocide happen and then wrote a book and went on a speaking tour about how awful it was. And we're like, oh, What kind of fucking gamma beta male loser attitude shit is that, dude? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about that, that's 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 pretty dumb, isn't it? Like you watched a you watched a genocide happen, and we're supposed to be like, oh, good for you, and not just like anyone. Like you also were in command of a bunch of soldiers with guns, and you actually, of all the people in the world that could have done something to go, 
I don't care what's happened. Like, as soon as you're aware of the situation, it's like, hey, yeah, uh, sir, they're moving. Yeah, the, the rebels or whatever the fuck. They're, yeah, they're moving in on another town here. We got, we, you know, we got eyes on them. There, there's hundreds of guys. They're, they're coming up on this town. It's just women and kids. There's nobody there. They're, they're going to massacre these people. You could have said your entire life. He's a general, right? His whole career led to that moment. He didn't get a war. I mean, uh, this is kind of a soldier thing. Guys, guys always want their their you know their their moment. You know, it's uh, it's a romantic thing that you know soldiers have. Guys want to join the military. Nobody wants to be the guy that you know ramp goes down and you're just dead immediately. As soon as the ramp's down, you're dead. You're like, oh wow, how was the war? I was in it for two seconds, and I got I got a fucking German machine gun round in the head immediately. <laughs> That sucks, you know, but they want to have a career and they want to have like a time where it's like, this is it. This is my, this is my time to make a difference in the world. I'm going to do something here where, you know, and he got it on a fucking plate and he went, oh, I'm just doing my job. He just watched it happen. Why? Well, I'm just saying like, why didn't he be like, uh, okay, uh, Get Alpha and Bravo Company to uh, guard the uh, the twelve and six of that village, and I'm going to get the rest of the guys and come up, you know, in, in support of this. And uh, they they try they cross this uh, this grid line right here. You fucking waste those motherfuckers. You tell them you're not coming through here, or you're dead. I'm not just going to sit here and watch you kill a bunch of random people. Well, what will Ottawa say? I will fucking deal with Ottawa. Okay, I'm not going to stand here as a representative of the Canadian forces and our people, the great country of Canada, and watch innocent people be fucking hacked to death with machetes, man. I'm not doing it. Do you guys want to fucking do that? Hell no, sir. Hoorah. Let's go get in the fucking trucks. Let's get some. Let's get some. You know what I mean? Ooh. That's why they're there. They're UN peacekeepers and they do pretty do. Anyway, I just want a huge rant about that guy. I just, you know, Dylan said that to me and I was like, that's stuck in my head. I was driving. I'm like, that motherfucker, you know, for hours. He just watched it happen. And Canada's like, oh, Romeo Dallaire, it's amazing. Oh, shut up. Oh, that's dumb. You know? He should have just, you know. And and imagine the story. Like, dude, have some balls. That's that's what life's all about. That's the moment and you and you fucked it up. You failed. Like if you just have a little bit of a little a little bit of balls to do something that you know is the right thing. What would have happened to him? The military's like, oh, how dare you? This is an international incident. But what actually happened? Canadian forces save village from massacre. Interviewing the guys on the ground. Well, we weren't just going to sit here and watch this happen. There's no fucking way. Not us. Not Canada. I mean, fuck Russia, maybe. <laughs> China definitely would just stand by and watch this happen. But not us. We're the good guys. We protect people from monsters like that. And that's when Canada started to lose its soul. Right then. Right then. So if you wonder why the Canadian Military Officer Corps is the way that it is, probably because they revere and honor motherfuckers like that. Instead of, great example, Pumpkin, someone like Robert Simreau. Says he's worth ten thousand Romeo Dallaire's. So Captain Simreau, or Simreau, I don't, I don't know the guy personally. I've never met him, but I did meet. Several people that were in his platoon deployed in Afghanistan on the event in question when I was in Seesaw. And they told me a very different story than the media did. And I believe them because why would they lie? 
that guy, and, and here, here's the opposite. Here's what, again, this is what Canada punishes. Here's what it rewards. So to the flip side of that, great, yes, pumpkin, great ad. Is that this guy, so they're, they're doing an op, whatever. I can't remember if they're omelet. Uh, you embed it with the, uh, I'm talking, acronyms don't matter. He's overseas in Afghanistan. And they're in a fight, and a gunshot, and a, an American helicopter. I understand um, does a does a run and blows a bunch of guys up and shoots them all. Oh yay, we win! Ha ha, die! We've got dragon. We've got literal dragons that fly around and breathe fire on people. Are you guys insane? <laughs> Allah will protect us. We will defeat the infidel. They've got a fucking dragon. Dragons aren't real. Um, imagine that. There's a fucking meme right there. Dragons aren't real, Amar. And there's a fucking gunship, like, right there. You're like, uh, he's, like, looking over your shoulder, like, I don't know. They might be. (laughs) 25-millimeter cannon envelops them all, all dead immediately. Yeah, dragons are real. Sorry. Yeah, a burnt dragon. Anyway, these guys get fucked up by an airstrike or or something, a helicopter. I think it was a gunship, an Apache. And one of the guys, one of the enemy combatants, is blown the fuck apart. But he doesn't die. He is, however, in a lot of pain, and it's the middle of the day, it's hot, and he's just in agony, screaming and crying and moaning for a long time. And the guys are obviously very, no one likes to hear that. And everybody's thinking, you know, on their face, like, somebody fucking just end this guy? Like, he's fine, you know? So like the good officer and leader that he was, he's like, that is the right thing to do. The guy's blown apart. What, are you going to let him suffer? The mercy honor kill was like, that goes back to the Middle Ages. They would go into fields of people writhing. It wasn't a clean kill, man. We're talking about maces and swords and arrows and shit. There's just, there's just, it's like a car accident. There's no like, you know, a mouse around to the head and you're dead. It was like, ah, you're cleaved. Like in these movies, like Braveheart and shit, someone's cleaved with a mace and he goes down. Ah, and, and the, the, the fighting continues. But it's like that guy is laying there going, holy fuck, for like ever. for day- And he's just dying of this horrible wound that's never, and it's going to be hours, days maybe. There's no surgery. Like, oh, we'll just reattach that arm. Like, <laughs> We'll just uncave that skull. Oh, throwing up, puking. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. For hours and hours and hours. Anyway, the battle's over. You know what was customary to do back then? They'd go through the field and be like, oh, that guy's not hurt too bad. You're fucked. No, you know, sword to the heart. Yeah, you're fucked. Sword to the heart. Like, just, why? You know? Just, just, and they would be like, thank you. Please finish me off. This is horrifying. You know? So, Rob Simro, Captain Simro, did, did exactly that. And I thought at the time, this is fucked up. It's like, if I was that Taliban guy, fuck, if I was that Canadian soldier, I, I, I would do the same. Why wouldn't you? Like, no, let him suffer. Wouldn't that be worse? Let him suffer. Let him scream in the sun. Let his cries of agony haunt this desert for a millennia. Like, whoa, that's fucking... What? <laughs> Isn't that much worse? Those are his choices. So he does what, obviously, he goes there, brings a couple Afghan guys, stands there, looks at the guy, and he goes, all right, buddy, pop, pop, the end. One person didn't like that, some private, which was later drummed out of the unit, complains to the Padre, he executed someone, oh my God, it was horrible. Bitch, that's war. That's that's warrior etiquette. The guy was literally blown in half, I'm, I'm told. Like, not like, I'm bleeding, I need a medic. Like, I've got no legs my entire lower half. The Taliban doesn't exactly have a... um. Veterans Affairs program? 
doesn't really he's not getting a wheelchair and voc rehab and getting put up in like oh it's okay man we'll put you in fucking taliban rehab school and you could just build ieds in pakistan and live off a, a wage and you know <laughs> dude that guy was done it's over it's over for him so your choices are sit there and let this poor fucker die and cook in the sun for who knows how long a day or something or two that, that's just inhuman when you know he's dead so do the right thing and they kicked him out of the fucking army for that. Kicked him out. Dishonorably discharged like he was a war criminal. So you've got Dallaire, hero, Rob Simrau, fucking criminal. Welcome to Canada. Welcome to the Canadian uh, political military. That's what we do here now. How's morale out there, boys, in the battalion, and the regiments and stuff? Get out, get out now, get out while you can. If you can. Bass the grass as the beers are flowing, so I'm feeling generous. Also forgot to say happy boog day to said begat. And yes, we did meet from Fuck You Date Me. That is amazing. That warrants another drink, I think. Take my shekels in exchange for some bigot coin. I will do that. I also want to remind people, and I want to ask, because I don't actually know the day. What is, and this is a fucking travesty. This is a huge crime. This is a I'm I'm really, guys, I'm so ashamed of myself. This is one of the worst things I've ever done. I, I don't even know if I can. I don't know. I don't know Tagalon's birthday. I, is it? I think it's in December. Jan, is it January? I don't know. I don't even know the fucking. I don't even know the month. What is its mom going to say when she finds out? Oh, my God. Oh, Jarna says March 20th or 17th. Is it that late? I'm so I'm so far off. We gotta figure this out. We gotta figure it out. No, don't, don't excommunicate me, guys. I'm telling you. Karen SK says April. Listen, somebody needs to go back and find out what stream it was exactly, where it was born, and because it's coming up. I'm pretty sure Jarna says episodes 11, 111 to 122. So she would know. She's been around a long time. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here and your continued support. A lot of you guys are good friends. I, li- I like talking to you, and I- some of you I've never met. A lot of you I have, though, and uh, I appreciate it. Camus Keys, these edibles ain't shit. That's when it happened. That's when it happened, and I don't know. So we need to know the day. I mean, every. I mean, you know, 4th of July, 1st of July. What's our fucking day? And I don't even know. Oh, my God, this is embarrassing. To be fair, I was... I thought those edibles weren't shit, but look what they've done. And the last two years has been a blur, to be honest with you. So anyway, if someone could, <laughs> someone could figure out the birthday, that would be great. <laughs> and then text me. <laughs> Greg Arcade says, God damn, that story he just told me made me angry. And I always picture Greg. I've, I've met and hung out with Greg Arcade as well and his wife and family. Amazing, wonderful people. And I know he doesn't sound like that, but I, whenever I read his comments, it's because of the hat, the whole vibe he's got. I just, it's a Texas accent always. And you know what? I don't think he's upset with that. I think he prefers that. Maybe that might actually be his real voice. And I'm just telepathically interpreting. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, Greg, I talk like that from now on. All right. Okay. All right, partner. All right. Okay. Okay, don't get your fucking boots all, uh, you know, jimmied up. He tried to give me cowboy boots when I left. He's like, take some cowboy boots. That See, I just did it again. That was involuntary. Take some cowboy boots. Take some fucking cowboy boots, man. 
<sighs> this is the coolest house in Winnipeg. Anastasia says, I thought I had recently passed. Someone was referring to Diagonal Day in Telegram. It's, a, it's, it's close to now. I remember where it was. It was in the Bigot Bunker. So it's between late October and April of last year. Somewhere. Uh, it's a, uh, the bounty has been bestowed. Find it. Find it and I will buy you a flag for free. I will, well, I'll, we'll split it. You know. <laughs> Oh, Bass in the Grass. Oh, I read that one. Thank you very much. Jake Powell says, seeing how the media have subsided with the COVID BS temporarily being that it's highly unpopular with the general public currently. Now the big fear porn is currently China, the rise of China, China's new military, Australia at odds with China, et cetera. Well, they're laying the groundwork for the for the shit that's coming, right? They're going to. I I think China's got us over a barrel right now. It, it, we're not in a good spot. The old pipe hitter says, hey, brother, do you think we can use the new set to extract some info from a few redacted? It looks spacious enough to stack a big pile of redacted. Well, we can always burn them in the redacted. Um, <laughs> just take all the redacted and put them inside the redacted and then hit the redacted and then everything's going to be redacted. <laughs> Boop. I need to get that sound effect on, on like, you know. Yeah, that's what we need. Redacted. Jake Powell. Says, uh, during this uh, big media whitewash concerning big, scary China and how Australia is at odds with China, I wrote in the comment section, doesn't Australia, New Zealand, Canada, America, Britain, Germany convene with China every year behind closed doors during the Bilderberg meetings actively conspiring against the people? They very well may. They seem to be, they're acting like that. Feather Not Dot says, 2008, we were traveling, ended up in Texas, saw a sign, Ron Paul for president, read his books, led to Mises.org and the Austrian School of Economics. Gotta say, he called it. That's right. It was around that time, I would say 2010, I started reading about stuff and was like, what's going on? Because the, the financial crashes and shit just happened. And, uh, yeah, it's once you go down the hole, son, there's no coming back. Simon Stevenson says, Dagalon Military Academy. You need to teach pussies like me to fight. Um, I want to be like the, the ch- I want to be like the mascot. Yay, go Academy. I don't want to do but I can, t- I can find you some guys. The guy I talked to last night, actually, <laughs> you fucking... He'll sort you out. There's some killers out there, man. Pickley from Ontario says, I was part of the Smokey Smith funeral procession. In his will, any former or current serving member drank free. (laughs) A few of the corporals got shit-faced with the CDS. Wow. Smokey Smith was a fucking goddamn legend. Where's his statue? We got Romeo Dallaire doing... Where's the fucking heritage commercials? Remember those? There's... there's... Guys, we're at war, clearly. And if you don't understand what I mean, let me just try and explain it to you for just a second. And just briefly, just an overview snapshot from the sky, like a, like a satellite uh, screenshot. Remember Canada in the 90s? If you're old enough, if you're lucky enough, if you're fortunate enough. I'm only 35. And I can distinctly remember a time where this place was completely different. Completely different in a good way. Way, way, way better than it is now. They literally used to have commercials called Heritage Minutes, where it was like a one-minute commercial. It wasn't even a commercial. It was just a, a, a little mini-movie. And the whole point of it was to make you proud of the country you live in because of the things and the, the things that its people have done. And some of them were pretty fucking sick, actually. There was a lot of war ones. Canada has a fairly decent wreck. I mean, as far as countries go... Hey, we were part of the British Empire. And if you don't know, the British Empire liked to throw hands. 
<laughs> They've been at war with 70% of the world. Like, there's very few people they haven't fought in wars already. Oh, you look at me funny. That's their whole entire attitude. People have this wrong impression of, like, the Brits, like, oh, the British, hey? That's a very nice short-looking suit. Maybe we'll go out in the town and have a little bit of a, little bit of a spicy drink, eh? We'll be in bed by 9.30. Get a little wild. Oh, no, 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 take your shoes off. Don't walk any of your shoes on. We're not barbarians, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the other kind. Really, the British were the other kind of people. You fucking look at me, weird. I don't like your fucking face. If I have to come over there again and tell you to change your face, I'm going to skin you alive. I'm going to wear your face to your mum's house before I skin her face. Yeah, they call me they call me face skinner. Well, who are you then? I'm the king. I'm the king of Mercia. Oh my god, yeah. That's right, that's how it's going to be around here from now on. A little bit vicious. A little crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were at war with like 70% of the planet. They attacked everybody, invaded everybody. There was nobody they didn't want to fuck with. Who's that over there? I think that's India. I don't care, want it. Give me it. I'm taking it. India, sir? What could possibly be the motivation to, to conquer India and Pakistan and call it the British Raj? I don't know. I feel like having uh, a Middle Eastern kind of castle. I've got castles everywhere else except there. So I kind of want, want an army of slaves to build me castles. <laughs> like, what the fuck were these people doing? Anyway, there was nobody they didn't want to invade. Long story short, Canada used to have <laughs> some national pride, right? We used to have all these... All these videos, and, and, and they used to make us sing. Did they even do this anymore in school? I bet they don't. It's on its way out. They used to sing the national anthem in school every every single morning when I went to school in English. Then it was English and French. Then it was just French. Now I bet they don't even do it at all. They've been eroding at this the culture and the character and the identity of this country for so long, so much, that people, if you go onto the street right now and go, what nationality are you? What country are you from? They'll say Canada. And you go, okay, what does that mean? Descri- what are you about? They go, oh, duh. No, no. It's an empty shell. And it might have started back then in the 90s and the 80s. But where it ended and really got crazy was when uh, Don Cherry was removed from television for defending the veterans of this country on television on Remembrance Day. And they fired him for that. <laughs> I remember that very clearly, and that felt like a shot across the... That felt like a big fuck you to everybody in the military from this country, from the status quo. I mean, not everybody in the country, but you know what I'm saying. Pretty hard to feel like that wasn't... Deli- that wasn't... Like they couldn't wait a couple of days? No, no. Fire him on Remembrance Day. <laughs> For defending veterans. You people... You want to live here? You want to live in our land of milk and honey? The least you can do is wear a poppy, he said. I think that's almost verbatim what he said. And they said, you know what he means by you people? He meant everybody that doesn't wear a poppy. Like, well, yeah, and and, and, yeah, is that wrong? A bunch of people from other countries don't even fucking speak English come here and they're like, I'm just here for the free stuff. And he's like, listen, motherfucker, 
We have one day a year where our fucking war dead are like honored and paid and respect to. Thank you for for the sacrifices you've made to make this place what it is and, you know, propel the national story forward and so on and so forth and give us something to be proud of and give us something to teach our children about in the future so they themselves can aspire to be great people that will do great things. Nah. Nah, that's all pointless. He's just racist. You know, the least you can do is, is put the stupid thing on. Throw them a dollar, five dollars, and put the thing on. That's the least you can do. No, he, they fired him for that. Fired him on Remembrance Day. Dude was like 70 years old and was doing regular flights to, to Afghanistan to visit guys. You know what I mean? He, he was there more often than he heads of state were. Prime ministers and shit. He was there more than the foreign minister, which I think was Max Bernier for a little while. I talked to him about that. Funny story. Can't repeat it, but funny story. Oh, Anyway. Poor old Don. And Ron McClain sold him out, yeah. Yeah. Foggy said, what would, would happen if it, you'd said, you cocksuckers? Uh, he would have been definitely fired. You know, you people, you know? What are you supposed to call everybody? What was he supposed to say? You're not supposed to say anything. That's exactly what they want. And it's working. They've been firing and attacking anyone that says anything about anything for so long that people are literally afraid to say anything, anytime, about anything. I really got to take. I really got to take a short break here for two minutes. That being said, uh, this just rolled into it perfectly. Please check this out. We're right back. I believe you'll either be explaining to your grandchildren what freedom was or what censorship was. I believe freedom of speech is the backbone of all the other freedoms. I believe censorship is a pesticide against the human spirit and it's better to keep your spirit organic. I believe that only people who have something to hide will work relentlessly to censor those who speak truth. I believe fear is the virus and bravery is the immune system. I believe letting algorithms guide your human interactions is like using soy to make meat substitutes. It's not the real thing. Plus, tofurkey's gross. I believe that either the matrix is a metaphor for life or life is a metaphor for the matrix. But either way, a red pill a day keeps the authoritarians away. I believe encrypted messaging is at least as important as being able to go to the bathroom with the door closed. It's no one else's business but yours. Sorry, NSA. I believe freedom of speech requires you to tolerate all speech, not just the speech you agree with. I believe disobeying unjust mandates should be as intuitive as not eating rotten food. I believe the solution for bad speech isn't no speech, it's more speech. Just like the solution for bad sex isn't no sex, it's more sex. I believe the most valuable currency is human connection. Bitcoin is number two. I believe centralization keeps you in the captivity of someone else's cage, and decentralization crushes the cage and sets you free. I believe fact checkers are an insult to human intelligence, and they'd benefit humanity more if they spent their time planting flowers. I believe the only place censorship has in society is in silent meditation retreats. And even that's questionable. I believe that if every once in a while you're not asking yourself which side of history you're on, then you're probably on the wrong side of history. I believe free speech is what fertilizes intelligence. I believe tech companies should not have your personal data because they don't deserve it. And it's called personal data for a reason. I believe if you don't pay for the product, then they're making you into the product, even though they don't tell you that. I believe new companies pledging not to censor their users isn't good enough. 
Companies that can't censor their users is the answer. I believe freedom is the gift that makes life worth living. I believe it's time to wake up and take massive action so your grandchildren won't have to be told what freedom was. Your words, actions, attention, and voting with your money matters. It's time to be bold, brave, live in integrity with your heart, and alignment with freedom. The time is now, my friend. Thank you for well, isn't it? You know, that's how we got here, and that—that's the point that they—they want—they want to stifle people, shut them down, quiet them up, and they start by attacking people like Don Cherry, and a lot of people may not acknowledge it overtly or above the surface, but subconsciously, definitely part of them. It, it's like seeing someone—it's um, like if you're in high, if you're in school or something, right? And there's a kid there that just people up you know he just like smacks them around you're like fuck you just know instinctually he's like fucking stay away from that guy you know what i mean you don't have to think about anything it's just an instinct kind of thing so people are observing like oh that guy said a thing that was something to think about and then everybody just um, ruthlessly attacked him lost his job canceled destroyed so you go well i guess i better not i better not say anything about anything ever again and here we are it was it was that simple and they've been doing it ever since. They ban everybody. Uh, dyes his beard white to imitate J.P. Shears. That is a goddamn lie, pumpkin! Oh, I'm really sensitive about this. I can't... There's only one way to get over this. You fucking know it's not true. I fucking return on this! Son of a bitch. Speak out, fight back. Your existence is resistance. And they fucking hate it. What's that? This song, I'm still jazzed with that Romeo Dallaire fantasy. Imagine this song just starts playing and all the fucking Canadian Forces trucks come over the hill. Right now, hanging off the side of it with a fucking CC8 in the air, like, not today, motherfuckers! Captain, uh, tell your men to open fire. Good. I know. What have you done, sir? What have I done? I've slain an entire field of monsters, son. What have you done today? That's what you do, 
just to be clear, that's what's expected of the Diagonal military. <laughs> and they have to say, for glory, every time they do anything. And it's like, well, that basically excuses all war crimes. Did they, um, excuse me, um, yo, well, everyone stop now. I, I do understand they, they've destroyed quite a few people, but did they shout, for glory, very loudly in large numbers? Uh, that is correct. Oh, Your Honor, the, the prosecution rests. <laughs> what? What? You rest? Yes, absolutely. Everyone knows it in Dagmon. If you simply shout for glory, it excuses basically everything. It's like a get-out-of-jail-free card. For glory! Someone's cut in half with a sword. What happened there? Well, he was mean to me at work. Oh, all right. <laughs> it just... <laughs> the cinematic mental image of it makes every cop go... I mean, it was cool <laughs> when he did it. I mean, I kind of want to do it now. You know what? I don't like you. For glory! <laughs> it becomes contagious. Coming up next on the Dagalonian News, people can't stop shouting for glory and killing at random. Has the nation succumbed to bloodlust or has its true nature finally, under the pressure cooker of succeeding so much, just finally revealed its true self to the world? It's bloody, it's awful, and it's awesome. Tonight at 9 p.m. on the Dagalonian News Network. Dag. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck you, make me is, is cool too. Ah, I'm having fun. How are you guys? Mauler Bear says, Bunker Bucks to build back better. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Well, I'm Canadian, so yes. Um, no, it, it was all right. I had a pizza. I had a pizza. And I uh, drank two bottles of wine. I fell asleep on the couch, fully clothed. <laughs> watching Dave Chappelle. That's what I did on Thanksgiving this year, uh, which was last month. We do it in October. This year, I am thankful to have met so many awesome brothers and sisters in bigotry. My loner self finally feels like the part of the pack. Thanks for being the catalyst for all that, dude. I, that's, my, that's the best part of this uh, when I hear that from people. And um, I'm still thinking about it. And if he's watching now, if he's listening, uh, you know, uh, a friend of mine I talked to uh, last night, um, it, it's funny too because we didn't we didn't used to get along really. I mean, I really didn't. This guy did not like me much. You know what I mean? I was kind of a you know, I'm not like I am today. I'll say, I'll just say that. But uh, you know, it was it was a long time ago. We were, we were in the same section overseas, and and it turns out, hey, he's one of us. You know, he sees the nonsense and the bullshit, and it's like, you know, like that part of your life is over as a soldier professionally, and it's like, yeah, these guys are still in or whatever, and they're gone. You're probably never going to see them again, and you know whatever. And then it's like one of them comes out of the fog, you know? And you're like, what? Chris? <laughs> it's like, Who, who's there? And we're like, over here, dude. And it's like out of the mist. Like, that's what this fucking feels like. Like, there's like, a, a, like how many people are in this right now? There's 100 and, 150 in, uh, in Entropy. There's there's 200, There's only 300 almost in uh, YouTube. There's four, over 400. There's 400 something rumble. Like, you know, so there's, they're in a big pile. And people are just stumbling through the fog. Like, hey, I think I see somebody. I think I know that guy. Danny? Like, what? Who said that? Over here, dude. Come here. Come on in. He's like, oh, my God. I was wandering around through that fog for myself for fucking years, bro. How many? Of you, how long have you guys been here? Just a little while, man. Seriously, just a little while. <laughs> what is this shit? I don't know. And you know what he said? And he's very much right. I've been thinking about this since. That hell... Hell on earth, or hell itself, is the absence of reason. And that is very true. 
Because the absence of reason, everything's going to fall apart. And never mind that, if you're a reasonable, logical person, or the absence of logic, maybe you said, the absence of logic or reason, same thing. That's, that's what we're living in. We, we sit here every day and watch this and endure this literal psychological torture. For the people that can see what's happening, it, this is literally torture. And you guys are just strapped to the chair being electrocuted and having your fingernails cut off going, yeah, I'm going to get out of this chair and fuck you up, dude. You know? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then they cut off one of your eyelids and you're like, oh, oh. like every, you know, except you're very only loosely bound to the chair. There's a decent chance you're going to get your hands free and it's going to turn around big time. And most of them don't, they don't see it at all. They're like, oh, everything's fine. They don't, you know, they're zombies. But if you do, it's so hard to see and watch. And it's like, none of this makes any sense. And to a, a, a reasonable, a logical person, a critical thinking person that, you know, asks, looks for explanations and things and tries to figure things out, this is like offensive. It's offensive that this is, is gotten this bad. Like th- just this, for example, this offends me. Because it's so on its face stupid and obvious that it's like they might as well just be, you know, stealing out of my actual pocket. They might as well just be installing spy cameras in my house right in front of me. I'm like, are you kidding? And they're like, yeah, I was never here, bro. Shut up. You're like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Chinese government-owned firm, of course, wins a nearly $7 million contract to supply security equipment to Canada's embassies. Well, now China, you promise you're not spying on us or anything? Oh, no, China would never do that. China, no, a very good number one friend. China never, uh, the best deal, uh, we install the camera and uh, the Wi-Fi and everything. Uh, be very uh, uh, good, secure. You sleep uh, very good. China, number one, a total, uh, only friend. Okay, China. Because if you're spying on me, oh, no, 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 absolutely not. Are you kidding me? What in the fuck is wrong with you? And and a normie will look at this and go, well, so what? Like China, like, oh, do you understand the fucking world we live in? Do you understand that communist China is a communist country? That we fought wars against them. People from this country died fighting people from that country. And not very long ago, just 1950s, by the way. Um, if you heard of the Battle of Cap Yong, for example, like a lot of our guys died over there fighting these people, and now we're like buddies, and they're super, they're they're huge, like diametrically opposed to the United States, to the Great Britain, like to the entire Western world. Essentially, they're our our, our arch nemesis, and we're buying security equipment from them for our embassies. Sure. Oh, okay. And, and this is the Prime Minister's security detail. By the way, it was confirmed by some people that would know, because they're cops, that these two guys on the ends here, flanking the most important position, actually, are not RCMP officers. They do look very Chinese, though. And judging by the haircuts, I want to say they're military. <laughs> Could be any other kind of professional, though. But it is very popular in military and ex-military types to keep their hair that way, especially if they're still working, you know. Strange that, and and then, and then you've got oh, Atisha Tay, who's what what what's she doing by the way? 
And more eligible groups are being announced to get this. This person is basically running the country because everything has to run through this 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 creature, this goblin. It's my opinion. I don't know for a fact, but judging by what seemed at many times to be very obvious, Adam's apple. Like, do you not? Do you guys not know what that is? Do they not teach us anymore? Do you see this? See this lump in my neck here? The one I swallow it goes up and down. It's very obvious. <laughs> there's a ball in a man's neck. It's an Adam's apple, and there's been numerous times where I was like, "No, I'm no expert, but." I ain't no man when I see one, man. It, it, it really looked like something. Anyway, just doesn't even... In the 19... Again, in 1980... And I made a conscious decision. I was like, no, no. I saw the world was going crazy. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm staying where I am. The things I believe right now. I'm like, I'm going back. Like, What would my grandfather think? What would my dad think? What would like... If this was, if this was literally 1981... And you saw this, what would be your unfiltered, unlike, just what What do you think? What do you think about it? Say whatever you want, feel whatever you want, whatever. What in the fuck is going on? <laughs> right? Is that, a, is that a dude in a dress? Like, the, the fact that that's, that's just a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's half the U.S. military now. Apparently the senior staff are promoting all these tranny generals and stuff. Like, that's that's not... And they'll be like, that's, no, that's the way it is now. That's No, it's not. It's never been, but it's being uh, pushed on you like, a, oh, it's a great thing. It's a good thing. Oh, God. It's totally normal. It's not strange at all. And anyway, uh, th- this person who is very obviously an aide, every, if you were trying to destroy the country from within on behalf of, say, oh, I don't know, China, what would you do differently? Would you say, let's shut down economies all the time? Let's prioritize, uh, you know, getting the military and security apparatuses of the country immediately. We got to stick them all up right away, right the fuck away. You know who they got first, the military? Our best guys, our very fucking best guys. I mean, like the black ops teams they don't tell you about. Like those guys, those are the first ones they got right away. Our best killers. Nope, come get it. You're getting the fucking bidink. Some of them quit. I can't. Some of them quit. Though, so there's like you know that you know the movie The Punisher, or or the the TV show, right? Those guys exist. <laughs> They're out there in the country right now. They could be your neighbor, and you won't know. They might look like a hockey player. It's they're not. You know, you never fucking know. They look like me. They could look like you. Might be in fairly decent shape, but maybe not. Might be kind of a little out of shape actually. And you'd be sitting there mowing your lawn next to him, and he'll wave at you, and he's like, what are you doing, drinking a beer? And it's like, did you know that guy's killed 76 people? <laughs> Do you know he's a goddamn, like, if he wanted to, he could be doing $250,000 military security contracts because he's that good. Could be your neighbor. <laughs> he's out there. Something to think about. But they did fire these guys right away. Got them or fire, you know, or, or, or he's like, get it or else. And then we had to get the police. We got to get all them too. So I mean, hypothetically, if there was something to go wrong, like myocarditis, other health injury problems, there's some kind of nefarious agenda here. It's interesting that those were the primary targets. Hmm. 
I wonder. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, what's this thing want to do now? Them, but you stopped short of recommending a third dose for the general population. BC is saying everybody's going to get one by May of 22, spring of next year. Dr. Tam, is it only a matter of time before we're all getting a booster shot? What a loaded question. Like, that was set up like a volleyball expire. You know, there was a layup from for fucking LeBron James who pulled a big pissy bit. I fucking, let me just take a minute to hate a black guy for a minute, all right? LeBron James sucks. He sucks. He's a spoiled bitch. Literally a communist agent bends over for them, does whatever the fuck they want, man. And there's two people on the court of a basketball game, like said something to him or you know, jeered him or whatever. And he stops the game, grabs a referee and goes, kick them out. I want them out of here. Like he, motherfucker, are you kidding me? What a fucking bitch he is. <laughs> Fuck you, LeBron James. More Mike Tysons, way less LeBron James. No, no LeBron James Evers. None. Never, never, never. More Joe Frazier's, no LeBron James's ever for any fucking reason at all. More Muhammad Ali's. I don't know why I'm only picking boxers. <laughs> no, because they rule. Anyway. We're going back. Hey, it's an experience. Look, if you don't listen, if you don't like hanging out with a, a mentally ill, crazy person, then maybe this isn't for you. But this is how it goes, and this is what happens. I want to hear what Teresa Thomas say. We all do. So do I. But the voices in my head won't let us get there until they get to talk too. I'm just as much a prisoner as you. All right. I hate this every bit as much as you do. But we're back now. Well, that's a possibility, but we're following the data and, and what we have available in Canada on an ongoing basis. So as you said, the National Advisory Committee on Immunization on Friday uh, provided recommendations for additional doses and booster doses for additional populations. They were really looking at the data which show that we still have great uh, protection against severe outcomes like hospitalizations and deaths for the most part. Uh, for all populations so we're getting booster shots in Canada and and the Canadian data is particularly important because we remember when that was a conspiracy theory which was like last week <laughs> or like a month ago uh, and instead of people going wait what the fuck is going on they're like I can't wait to get mine oh my god I hope they stick it right in my neck I want them to stick it into my fucking eardrum and just and just and slowly too and really inject it in there. Like, what in the hell is wrong with you people? Booster shot? What? How many of these are you gonna? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Roll up them sleeves. Keep them rolled up because you're gonna be a while. You're gonna be in that chair a while. You're gonna be in that chair every six months, or else. My job, or I want to. I wanted to travel. I wanted to eat at a restaurant. The sad thing is, lots of people, and I and I said this last time, and I, I really mean it. I slept on it since. I'm like, no, no, that. Some of these people, man, these poor people, they don't. Can you really be mad at someone for being innocent? Like some of these guys, remember the, the the video I played? I don't I don't think I have it still. The guy was a mount, he's, he's a, a professional biker, like a like a cyclist or something, right? 
And the guy's in tears, and he's just, you know, he's all fucked up from his from the from the thing, <laughs> right? And he can't get help for it. He can't get a therapist, even. He can't get medical help. Can't get anything because that just doesn't happen. And no one will. No one will take him in. No one will take him. And all the, the you know the un, the, the pure bloods people are like get away from me, you dirty fucking you know. And it's like he was just a, a seemed like a very normal, soft kind of like. I'm not trying to be offensive, but just like hey, he was just a. His life was riding bicycles. Do you know what I mean? Did you expect this guy to be some kind of like jaded, bitter, hardcore fucking steel, you know, barbed wire in the teeth in his cereal breakfast <laughs> cereal kind of guy? So it was like, well, what was his crime? What was his failure? His failure was being too nice, I guess. He was just too normal and, and uh, you know, and like innocent, essentially. Doesn't know that the world is fucked up and full of liars and scam artists and criminals and thieves and murderers and rapists and child traffickers and so on. That that's who actually runs the world. The world's not run by good people. It's they're very much the opposite. It's because good people don't have the stomach to do awful things that the people that do will always dominate them. Because there's no rules. If you're in a fist fight, this used to this used to give me like not nightmares, but like, well, maybe some. I did have nightmares about this because it was a scary. There was a time when I was in Afghanistan. Um, I don't have my bike helmet. Crystal's gonna be so mad. It's upstairs. War story. It's why it is. It's officially war story time, guys. And uh, in in my section, we had eight, seven guys, I think, dismounted, and we had some of the vehicle, but the vehicles couldn't go any further. So we were like, "Well, fuck, we got. You know, we're gonna dismount through here, and we're going through one of these great fields. You've probably heard about or seen seen pictures of. And there's there's rows, dirt mounds, like five feet high. Like they're fairly high, and there's vines and bushes and, and shit growing out of them. You can't see, and it's basically like a tr- like a trench. And the only way to clear from, we were going through these fields to like find out where these assholes are that were just shooting at us and blowing shit up is to go through these one at a time. So me and and, and my buddy Jerry, we're looking at each other and we're like, are we fucking doing this, man? We're like, let's fix bayonets. Like they could be right there. We're basically launching our bodies over these walls and then hoping to like land on the guy and be like, ha surprise motherfucker. Like that was the plan. That's the plan. And hope that he doesn't see you first and just kill you immediately. So that was a pretty scary thing. So, and we knew this. We're like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Tutu Charlie, we're going to need you to move northeast. I don't know why the guy's Italian. Full draw scarps is apparently my, my platoon warrant at the time. We're going to need you to go northeast to that field and um, fucking uh, report one uh, enemy contact over. I'm like, okay, northeast. Yeah, enemy was uh, reportedly moving southwest through the same field. So it was like they're coming right at us. They're like they're coming right at you. Go, go through these grape rows one at a time until you find them and then kill them, please. That was what they told us to do. So we're like, holy fuck. Are you kidding me? So we went over like five or six of these and they squirted out to side somewhere and escaped. We don't, we don't know where they went. But for a good half, a good 20 minutes, man, we were like, we were like, we're going, and we were like, we'll go at the same time. So that way, you know, it's fair. <laughs> Okie dokie. And we just dove over the fucking side, man. Waiting to die. Like, uh. so I, you know, the idea of like a hand-to-hand combat kind of struggle. Anyway, the point is I had this fear for a while of like fighting to the death. Like with the guy, you can smell his breath. He's right fucking there. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's a different ball game than shooting, shooting somebody dead from a hundred meters away, 200 meters away. You're just shooting at silhouettes or people. Not like you can, you know what I mean? I can tell if that guy shaved today or not. Right. And you're like, yeah, knife it. Like saving private Ryan kind of shit. 
That scene where he's in the building and they're like rolling on each other. The guy's bleeding out of the neck. You're like, fuck. Right. So, again, so the, the point of this is the relevance of it is it's a fight. It's a real fight. It's the fight. This is the fucking end of the world. It's just you and him. Uh, nobody's coming down with a scorecard and a referee jersey going, nope, sorry, no biting the ear. You know, you're not allowed to do that. It's who wants it more? Who wants to die less? Like, are, like how, how seriously do you want to fucking live? Do you, will you literally bite a piece of this guy's neck out of his body? That, it, it may come to that. That's not a joke. You might have to do that or you're going to die. Right, like they, that was not, you know. So people are like, "Oh my god, we did like the bigot fight club thing once." It's like, "Oh, the guy's like, oh, you got punched in the face." It's like, bitch, I was like ready to kill a man with my bare hands. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to bayonet somebody to death or get bayoneted, and like I'd have dreams about it, like getting stabbed and then stabbing the other guy worse. So I'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna stab you to death faster," you know. I had a knife specifically for that that I had in my fucking, you know. <sighs> And nothing happened. But that was one of the scariest times I was there. Because they were like, yeah, there's like, and there was a few of them. There was like four or five of these guys coming our way. And it was just me and Jerry. We're like, oh my God, man. <laughs> Do we fucking fix bayonets? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Mental. Oh, and the C9 that I had jammed all the time because it was shitty and old. So I couldn't even rely on that. So I, had, I like made sure my bayonet was like a go-to. I had a pistol on me that my buddy gave me. I'm like, oh, fuck. This thing goes click. I'm throwing it at him, man. So anyway, that was my work day. Uh, I want to say in sometime in May or June of 2007, that's what I did that particular weekday morning. (laughs) But please, Antifa, tell me about that time. You just had to run too far to get the bus and it was raining. And oh, my God. And I had to stab and do a term paper. It It was so awful. It was so hard. It was so fucking hard. Oh, uh, anyway, what am I reading now? Lone Star Texan says, Nathan Bedford Forrest has one of the most amazing headstones monuments. Look that guy up, people. I maybe do that. Pumpkin says, agreed. Fuck Romeo Dallaire. <laughs> and then he says, Robert Simrose is worth 10,000 Romeo Dallaire's. Pickley from Ontario says, Taliban VA, imagine the struggle. No kidding. Filthy Weasel, thank you so much, man. You always do that. Same, uh, you appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. It says, way to brave the boiler room. A famous hangout for Credit Krueger and Vivid Nightmares. Anyway, a small offering for a room with guaranteed internet Wi-Fi. Happy FYMM and FAFO Friday, maggots. It is. Uh, Ferryman's Toll says, your first Instagram post with the name Daglon is January 23rd. So before then, so that's close. So it's Jan- I'm going to say it's definitely January. I feel like it was after Mega Bowl. It was in January. That's my. I'm pretty sure. We need to solve this before we go anywhere tonight. And that being said. I think you know what happens now. Last year, a fictitious, a fictitious. But very powerful country was memed into existence by a group of people on the internet so racist and so bigoted that they could manifest their imagination into the physical reality. Tonight we explore the origins and the dirty, racist, disgusting, alt-right origins of the Bigot Bunker. 
and where this horrible nightmare all truly began. Stay tuned for tonight's episode of Unsolved Bigotries, and maybe you will help us solve this terrible mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Simple on Entropy says, Don't forget the Mason hand in the jacket. Dude, he had to. That was when the that was when the unsolved mystery joke started. I was just laying like stoned, like just kinda like now. And like that's so that's a great thing I love about cannabis is that it can like make things that you normally don't appreciate really appreciable. Is that a word? I don't know. Maybe it is. But you'll really be into something all of a sudden that you're like, I never realized how much fun this was. Like, I, the other night I was saying, the last time, I, I was in Montreal, I was watching wrestling, and I was like, this is amazing. I'm so entertained. Like, just harmlessly entertained. I'm not being politicized to. I'm not, like, nobody's trying to fuck with me. I'm like, the, the goal is to make me, like, he, do literally do this. <laughs> Yay! And that's what I did for, like, fucking four and a half, five solid hours. There's a Twitch channel. <sighs> Guys, are you ready for this? There needs to be music for this one. This is pretty intense. I I didn't know this existed. It does exist. Um, so y- you need to know about it. There is a channel on Twitch that is streaming all wrestling all the time, sequentially. Raw, SmackDown, TNA, WCW, from like from like ninety eight to like two thousand five, the golden years. Non-stop, all the time, for free, every pay-per-view, Kurt Angle getting his head shaved, mankind going through a cage through the, through the fucking, t- the people getting killed, man! It's all free, it's all there. And I was like, this is amazing, this is fuck. I spent a solid 30 minutes just completely aghast and beside myself at how tall Scott Hall is as a person. He was just huge. I'm like, why is he so big? I remembered him being, did I already talk about this? I think I did, but I'm going to fucking tell you about it again because it's insane. I remembered him being like six foot two. This is a Mandela effect thing. It has to be. He was like 6'2", right? He was a regular-sized guy, I thought, like for a pro wrestler. Like 6'2", 6'3", like 225, 230. Pretty, you know, big boy. And then I see him like, oh, I remember Razor Ramon. And he comes out there like a fucking mutant from another planet. His head is huge. His legs are like five feet tall. He walked into the ring like it was a like it was a mud puddle. I don't even think he stopped for the ropes. He just walked over them. It's like, when the when was he this freakishly huge? And it blew my fucking mind. I spent 30 minutes just I couldn't I couldn't believe this. I'm like, hi. Look at that. Look, are you kidding me? Look at him. So anyway, cannabis can be fun. <laughs> I wouldn't have had that wonderful evening without it. I would have went wrestling, stupid, whatever, boring, you know. But I just saw it and was like, all right, man, I'll watch this for a while. 30 minutes later, I'm like, this is the fucking most fun I've had in a while, man. <laughs> Kurt Angle's hilarious, dude. 
<laughs> I don't care. And there's this little manager guy right around. I already talked about this, but it's fucking great. Anyway, and, you know, Edibles uh, did create Dagalon, so basically it's uh, it's got some power. It's got some power. So we don't know when it was created or once, you know, but uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're somewhere in January. Cormac Curse. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about and how I ended up on that tangent, but if someone reminds me, I may, may pick that up. Cormac Carr says, I was pressured into being an officer in my infantry unit, so I did it. I was disgusted with most of my colleagues. Four guys in a 45 in my infantry school platoon were human. <laughs> the other 40 were cheating lefty weasels. No guff. Army was my dream job since I was a kid. My VR this year was a celebration. I was really into it for a little while, too. When I was younger, I was really enthused. I, I really wanted to do it. It was like, it, it never felt like work to me. I wanted to go to the field. I wanted to do, I was like, yeah, army stuff. Like, this is fucking cool. You know, I loved it for a while. And then things started to change, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, they ain't, old gray man, she ain't what she used to be. Ferry Mistol says, white boy SummerSlam must happen. Oh, boy. Camus Key is coming in. He's coming in with the verdict. Do we have a challenge? Going once, going once. We have Camus Key coming in with Rangecast 92 at one hour and six minutes on January 15th. January 15th, Rangecast 92 at exactly one hour, six minutes. Everybody's going to have to give it up for Camus Key, who has found the birthday of Diagonalon this January 15th, the first annual Super Dag Bowl anniversary. Phil's going to be there. He hasn't even gotten out of his suit yet. Billy Bob's going to be there. His army of brick sluts are going to be there. And Colbert, the Boog Boiler. <laughs> well, let's face it. He hasn't gone anywhere in 160 years. He's not going to go anywhere now. January 15th. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tagalon. I'm literally just making this up as I go. We're going to have people call in. We're going to share our favorite Diagalon moments. We're going to share tags of Diagalon, flags of Diagalon, all Diagalon, all the time, all day long. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll do a stream. Let's leave it at that. But for a significant amount of time on January 15th, it's Diagabol. Happy birthday, you racist bastards. On this January 15th, toss a dumpster for you and your kin. Off the cliff of tears. Order now and get extra special tickets for you and your family. Maybe your son's first experience of throwing a cirque into the furnace. Could be this January 15th. The first animal, Diagabal. Hosted by me, 1950s radio guy. Funding and sponsorships provided by General Electric and Ford Motors. I will personally be arriving on a Zeppelin. I've chosen to take a ladder down rather than have it land on the ground for personal reasons.
Fuck him, stupid. <laughs> Well, that was something else. <laughs> I miss the weed streams. We got to get more of that. We need to get more of this. Uh, in, in, you know, dude, you can't show me the single man in the, in the world that is still being able to face reality sober, and I will show you David Goggins. <laughs> All right? Stay hard. Ain't nobody can do it. I'm just kidding, but it is fun. I hope you guys are having fun. I'm having a, I'm having a fun time. Well, we're getting late. Well, we got a little bit of time left. I started late, so my the, I realized what time it was. I was like, oh, no, already I don't want to go home yet. Mom, don't make me go to bed. Go to bed. I'm not going to go to bed. Why not? Because I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Okay, good night. <laughs> That's just stupid. All right. Feather Nanton says, Vignettes. Might have spelled that wrong. The, the heritage moments, the Vignettes. No, you spelled it right. Bass in the Grass says, I remember. And now showing those as radicalization, the Canada, Canada heritage moments I talked about like a fucking hour ago before I ramble about nothing. Uh, redact a commie and enjoy Diagolon's beauty. Shoot some geese. They are assholes, but also delicious. Fuck geese. Geese are dicks. Geese attacked me in a swarm when I was a child, and my dad literally had to pick me up over his head while geese like pecked at our body. It was fucked. It was weird. I was like, what the fuck? Now, like, there's something weird about fighting animals. Like, you're like, it's, it, oh, I'm not going to fight an animal. Like, that's kind of fucked up. But th- I remember thinking that as a kid, like a teenager. Like, I'm going to, f- like, I would never, like, punch a dog or a goose or something. Now, I fucking would love to punch a goose right in the fucking face. If it came up and got in your face, it was, like, pecking at it, I'd be like, bang! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Right cross, goose! You stumble around, bitch! How's that fucking bell got rung? Your fucking brain's the size of my fist. I just dummied you. You've you have traumatic brain injury for the rest of your stupid goose life now. Yeah, come over peck over here again. Did you just punch a goose? Yeah, I did, Billy. Were you jealous? I would fucking definitely punch a goose. <laughs> Darren Gander says rage hates me. Uh no, just the ones that get because they get uppity. Geese get in your face and they get in and they come at you, man. I remember as a child, I was face to face with it. <laughs> it was like, like a velociraptor doing its weird goose shit. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, probably because that memory is a child, I'm not going to go looking for it. I'm not going to go to my way. But if a goose or a gander, whatever they, whatever they want to call themselves, gets in my fucking way, or worse, tries to like do its weird neck flex fucking shit at one of my kids i'm coming out there like john cena you're get, i'm gonna give that goose a stunner i'm gonna kick it in its stupid goose body and i'm gonna wrap that neck around my fucking bicep like three times and it's fucking it's over it's fucking stone cold said so time so that's that's if there is any question to how what my my anti-hate article is now gonna be that i hate geese i'm an animal abuser <laughs> He goes around giving them wrestling moves. Cormac <laughs> says, in August 2020, my company CO, I was in the PLF. Chris Danix's unit, by the way, I am aware. I did not know that you were in the PLF. Sat me down over coffee and asked me if I saw my white privilege. <sighs> yeah, Chris Danix had some white privilege. He had the white privilege to be blown the fuck to death in an IED strike in, uh, in, in 2007. And now that's what his unit's doing. Talking about how white people are the fucking problem, right? White people are not the problem. 
schemers, liars, thieves, parasites. Those are the problem. Okay? To, to, to think that there's a problem with any... Just... All those, all those people are just bad! I'm pretty sure we all knew that was insane, and we that's dumb, and it's intellectually lazy, and so on and so forth. But if it applies to the, the white people, it's okay? Nah, fuck you, bullshit. Nope. You're a weak coward, and you're just buying into a system, and you just can't wait to be a good boy and be pat on the head and get your fucking sticker. So fuck him. And he says, I knew I was quitting right there and then, broke my heart. Yeah. I had a similar moment. Not about that kind of thing, but just a point where I was like, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. Simon Stevenson says, love JP, but get Don Cherry on the stream. I would fucking love to. I don't think I'm in a position to do that. Like, like who, the f- I'm, who the fuck am I, you know? Well, he was on Alex Jones, if that matters. Who the, what, what? But you know what? I feel like Don Cherry owes me. If anybody who's watching this knows Don Cherry, my father wrote Don Cherry a letter and said, you know, if he could write something or say something to my son or whatever, who's currently deployed in a war zone in Afghanistan. You know, I didn't ask him to do that or anything. I just thought that was a sweet thing, you know, that my dad did. And he's like, hey, you know what? He never responded to me. I was like, that son of a bitch. You know, but I mean, he probably gets a ton of email. But I'm like, Don, I've been, you know, it's been a while. I'm still waiting here, dude. And I've been defending you this whole time. It's the least, the least you can do is come talk to me for seven hours Seven hours on Diagonal, January 15th, on January 15th, the first annual Diagonal, where we're going to see... It's going to be a... From sea to shining sea, from Alaska down through the prairies into the northern central Midwest of the United States, to Texas that everybody loves, and Florida where you go to get a girl pregnant and run away for the rest of your life and never admit it to anyone even on your deathbed, Diagonal is the place to be January 15th, only on pay-per-view. Must pay $500 to watch stream. Can you imagine? Buy my merch! I'm not streaming until I get at least $15,000! My words are worth that much money! I'm that important! I'm a four-foot Italian guy from Toronto who's addicted to Adderall! Disclaimer, Chris Sky will not be on the Ball. On January 15th! January 15th. People that don't know they're going to be there, but will be there. Derek Rance, East Coast Canadian. Edgy D, Phil Brown. And all kinds of dirty bastards from the Dagalonian community. Chris Burke, Harris probably also. All the other, Greg Arcade. He's going to play a song. He's going to play the song. That's right. I just decided it. Is it a Saturday too? That's brilliant. Of course it's a fucking Saturday. Yes. <laughs> JL Plattsmith will be there. Of course. Yeah, why not? We'll have a fucking big community. I almost said, yeah, I'm glad I didn't say it. <laughs> 
Ah, oh, pumpkin. No, I don't dye my beard. Pilot Mike says everyone should be more afraid of the cost of silence than the price paid for speaking out against the shift towards totalitarianism and destruction of liberty. Yes, it's not going in a good direction. I can give you an example here in a second. Andrew Bennett said, fire me the fuck up, boys. I look forward to chugging Guinness with you all in Valhalla. Hellbilly Deluxe says, wife says Carrot Top is a kid version of Pennywise. <laughs> Pickley Fontero says, for glory or for honor? Either one is acceptable. GGR says, like you said before, if you find someone you agree with 60% of the time, that's a good friend. Glad I found this place. Glad to, for you to be here. Uh, Dan the Raging Canadian says, the Dagalonian Warriors will be built by the fires of hell itself. It's looking that way, isn't it? Bass in the Grass is three coins for Mitch because I scooped up the last MCR. That Mitch. Sorry, bud, but not sorry. Ooh, Bass in the Grass, shots fired. Mitch is uh, he's rubbing it in. He's rubbing it in. The salt in the wound there, Mitch. Looks like he wanted to get that last MCR, but uh, Bass in the Grass was just a little bit uh, quicker on the pickup. Got, over, got it over the end zone right in time. And he's going uh, to take home the W over Mitch, unfortunately, for that. He's eliminated from the MCR playoffs uh, maybe next season. We'll see a better performance out of him. Wife to Hell, Billy Deluxe says, toxic masculinity. I think that's her mating. I think she wants a baby. That's what I think is happening there. I think she's, I think she's, getting, she's trying to get Hell, Billy Deluxe's attention through Super Chat. Guys, you're in an RV, I understand. Are you guys on separate laptops? Why aren't you guys just making out? Why aren't you just making it right now? Let's go! <laughs> I am really leaning on that song tonight. <laughs> Not only fans. Daga fans, Daga fans. Feather Not Dot says, expert says bioweapons injections are destroying immune system, not the experts that are allowed on CBC, but thing seems to be getting a little crazier. They are. GGR says, did anyone watch Chris Burke last night? That was an amazing show. Not sure where you can rewatch the reruns. Maybe I know. He did have a YouTube channel. It did get erased, I understand. Um, I would recommend, guys, uh, upload to Rumble. Rumble's fairly... For the, for, for the following purposes, that it's fairly reliable. It's not like BitChute where you got to re-upload things a million fucking times. Um, they rarely ban and take things down, like unless it's really egregious and insane. Um, but, f- you know, if you're just a person with opinion, like a, like a, norm- like a normal person, like us, yeah, you're fine. You, you'll be fine. And, uh, and it works fairly well. There's a mobile app on your phone. People can watch it easy. So I, I like Rumble for those reasons. They still haven't paid me yet, though. So that I don't like them for. Until they do. Uh... Camus Keys is, uh, there, yeah, there, he told me. It's 92nd, January 15th. January 15th! <laughs> wow, Ragecast 92. I want to go watch this now. January 15th, 2021, one hour, six minutes. It's probably on, which channel? Raging Distant 2, probably the other one that got banned. Sheila the Uncle says, I found you through Fairy Toll. As you grow larger and more influential, always think about the guys who helped you get there. It's a lesson there for all of us. God bless our Dagalon. I would not be anywhere without any of these guys and these people. I remember just being by myself, and there was a couple of guys I kind of talked to here and there along the way. It's, it's become like ma- a massive fucking thing. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, there's people all over the country now, man. I can just be like... <laughs> and I'm not... I'm like, this is just a great thing. And... That, that there's people that share the, the, these, the, these feelings that you have, that we all have, that are everywhere. 
I everywhere that I drove, I drove from from Alberta to basically Alberta to 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 Nova Scotia back and a bunch of times. There isn't a place that I could stop relatively that there's not someone within a couple hours that are like, you can fucking stay here, man. Like that's insane. That's fucking crazy. And I did, I did it. I stayed at a lot of people's houses. <laughs> Just like sight unseen, because I'm crazy like that. Like, hey, I've known you. I was in the chat for this much time. Like, yeah, I remember your username. Yeah, I'll come stay at your house. <laughs> Just like that. And they're like, holy shit, I can't believe you came here. I'm like, yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> are are you kind of insane? Very much so. <laughs> It's mostly just confidence that I'm pretty sure you're not going to kill me. And if you try to, I'm also fairly confident in my ability to not die and kill you first. So, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's not like I rolled up to fucking, you know, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler's house. Oh, well, maybe not. You know, so that, that means there's, there's people. I mean, that's they're fucking you guys are everywhere. You're fucking everywhere, man. And it's awesome. It used to just be a couple of us on the internet. Like, oh, now there's we're literally fucking everywhere, and uh, it's a universal thing. It, 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 it. Um, this is a good time as any. I think I was going to talk about this. People have been asking me about you know the flag lately, and there's a lot of people that are new, I guess. And they, they weren't there for the <laughs> the edible night and, and the rest of it, and then how the meme was born and it's taken on a life of its own. You know, and you would say it, it means something different to everybody. Um. And I can tell you what it, you know, I guess it means to me. At uh, yeah, it was, it's a meme and the, the Alaska to Florida thing and the line and, and all that. And, and that may happen. <laughs> you never know. Because for some reason, those states and provinces and areas geographically are full of more sane-ish people than, than outside of it, for whatever reason. Um, but really, it's just, a, it's a very simple, it's a simple thing, you know. It's, um, the world's bad. It's, uh, it's bad. It's run by bad people. Um, that don't have your best interests or anyone else's. They're they're not good people. They're evil. Clearly, you know. And um, that's a, we're we're the you know we're the white line. You know, you're being attacked from both sides. You're surrounded, but we stick together. And we and we and we keep each other's backs, and um, we'll hang the fuck on. And we're outnumbered, and we're smaller, but we're strong. And um, that's the line. Hold the line. There it is. It's all slashy right there. You're the you're the rebel. You're the person that says, "Fuck you, make me." You're not you're not taking my kids. You're not um, you're not imposing any kind of nightmare on me, any kind of physical will or anything. It's not happening. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, I, I'll decide what I want to do with my life and how I want to spend it and what I want to do. You don't tell me how to think. You don't tell me how to feel. You don't tell me what's real and what's not real because I'm sm- I'm I'm an adult. I'll make those decisions. Because I'm the master of, I'm, I'm sovereign over my existence. I, at commanding my entire existence, I can choose at any time to just leave. Ah, this is stupid. Bang. You, anyway, we can just do that. You, you're in charge of your whole, I'm not recommending you do that, obviously. But that's the power you have. This is all you. This whole experience is all yours. It belongs to no one else. You can end it whenever you want. You can choose to keep it. You can do what literally whatever you want with it. And well, this will that will happen. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But that's just the will of other people. You can still choose to do whatever you want. And if you want to say, I don't want, I, I don't want to, I, I don't like this. 
I don't like what's happening. So I'm going to leave. Or I'm, or, or I'm going to say, fucking leave me alone. Or You know, I, you can. You don't have to keep going to work. You don't have to do anything. You're the, you're the only boss. This whole thing, all of it, is just you. It's just you. You're the only person's, your opinion is the only opinion that ever really matters in your life because you're the guy or girl that you're the, you're the fucking person driving the bus. If I want to go outside, I go outside because I'm commanding my own body around. I'm not kneeling and submitting it to a, to a corporate overlord state. You're like, give me the things I need so I can go to the movie theater. Mother, what? Like, they don't understand us. We're on a different level, man. And I was trying to say this. And whoever made that clip was amazing, by the way. Thank you for that. I like those when guys do that. Or girls, whoever did it. I like to upload them to you know my, my shit. It's easier because I, I don't have the... Time. I don't even remember what I say half the time, <laughs> you know, but the, the power thing is that there's people that don't seem to understand or appreciate maybe that they're the author of their entire story. They can do whatever they want anytime. Like these are kind of thought experiments. I, I, I was never going to do this, but like things like what if, you know, what if I just got in my truck and just drove to the United States and just stayed there and I just threw my phone away. And I'm just like gone. I just dis a fucking peer. And I tell people my name is something else. And I just do like you you could do that. The only thing stopping you from doing that is you deciding not to do that. That's literally that that easy. And your whole life is completely different. You know what I mean? You have an insane amount of power to influence your environment, your life. You can make any kind of decision you want about anything that you want, any time that you want. But we live in a system that wants to pretend that that's not how it is. There's rules. There's lines to color. Yeah, you must do exactly as, as we tell you to do. That's not acceptable, and you can't do this, and you can't say that. No, 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 no. No, it's bullshit. Once you, like, wipe all that, erase all that, you're like, eh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do what I want. Oof. Then, then you start to be a problem. Wife to help you, Alex says January fifteenth is the real New Year. I like that it's nearly it, it's a perfect distance. It's only two weeks after New Year, New Year. So it's like, and then we have another New Year. It's New Year's Day. Diag Eve, Dag Eve, Diag Eve, something like that, dude. This is gonna be a it's a it's a cult. It's clearly a cult. We've got we've got sacred objects. We've got deities. We've got the. <laughs> Camus Keys has had to dig deep into the autism pool to find that one. I bet you did. Canadian Roughneck says, try not to get shit stuck in your ear tonight. That was, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. That was a weird experience. Lost Dog says, did Phil get a hold of the harp weather machine and sever the coast from the interior of BC for Daglon's boundaries? He, I didn't ask, but I didn't ask because I don't want to know the answer. Al Stern says, we don't hate Darren Gander, but we do hate proper Gander. You know who? <laughs> Well done. Daph Beta says, there's nothing quite like the joy of waking up to find out that F.U. Make Me Friday is still going. Geese are feathered, long-necked bullies with a bad attitude, almost as bad as dolphins. Feed them bicarb. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Wife to Hellbilly Deluxe says, CCP got us tech-wise. The others got us economy-wise. Shite, the serenity, pray, starts to mean more. Right? Baguette says, Dagaball now can't wait for January 15th. Nobody can, because it's January 15th. It's Diagonal. Be there or be a Cirque. 
Anyone that doesn't attend will be castrated forever immediately. <laughs> okay, I gotta be, I'm done now. It has to end. It has to end, for the love of God. Fe <laughs> Feather Not Don says, I asked Don Cherry for an autograph when I was like 14. 1984-ish, brown kid. He could give a fuck. All he cared about was Canada and hockey. Oilers pendant. Signed it. I've been defending him since then. Get a pair of skates. He'll be there. Oh, that's a sweet story. All he cared about was Canada and hockey. Both kind of the same thing. And they've even gotten that. Hockey has been cucked now. You know? You're not allowed to fight anymore. You're not allowed to, You're not allowed to be Scott Stevens anymore. Scott Stevens was Canadian hockey for a long time. If someone was like, uh, okay, so, you know, everybody's got hockey players, man. I mean, there's hockey players in fucking wherever. doesn't matter. What's so big about fucking Canada? Like, what do you guys even have? Like, what's the big deal? I mean, America's got hockey players. And it would just be like... <laughs> It'd be like, oh, yeah? Re really? Okay. Well, let me introduce... Who, who do we got? Bring Scotty out here. Yeah, yeah. Send Paul Correa out, too. Why don't you? Or Eric Lindros. Who are... I don't care who you got. I just want to show... I just want to give you a taste. I want to give you a taste. Are you watching? Watch close. Watch, watch. Here he goes. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh my God, he's dead! He literally launched off his skates and elbowed him in the neck at 50 kilometers an hour. He killed him. And now Scott Stevens seems to be fighting the entire Philadelphia Flyers bench. That's literally hockey fighting. You just grab a guy's shirt and punch him in the face while he punches you in the face until someone gives up. L li literally, watch one. <laughs> Canada used to rule so hard. We used to have Scott fucking Stevens, dude. Here comes Scott Stevens again around the boards. He's going to catch him in there. Here comes Eric Lindros in the neutral zone. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Scott Stevens just killed Eric Lindros live on air! And he's not even sorry a little bit! Mr. Stevens, how do you feel about the fact he just killed Paul Correa? I fucking want to do it again! Oh, those were the days. This is a crazy, stupid stream. <laughs> this is like the Hanson Brothers, right? It's a good movie, too. Hell, Billy Deluxe's nuts are like Christmas decorations. Hang around and look pretty. Okay. <laughs> Lone Star Texan says, may the South rise again. Well, Texas is certainly positioned. We have a go for it. Just don't go the Romeo Dallaire route. Ferryman Stoll says, can confirm, no matter where I went, there was a bigot waiting, willing to put me up or let me park my van on their lawn. I've heard some stories. Uh, I'm not going to go. 
<laughs> but he's right. It's true, man. And uh, I've never the, the the ratio of like <laughs> the ratio of good people that you meet is so staggeringly high. I mean, I didn't meet anybody that I was like a bad person that I'm like, yeah, fuck that person. Not one. They're all like fucking, dude, they're like cook everybody meals, just bending over backwards to like try and make you happy and try to help. For, for nothing, just because. Like there's nothing in it for them at all. I'm like, fuck me, wow. And like to everybody. And some someone can be like, yeah. They're driving hours out of their way to like help each other and shit. Just cut, like, I'm like, these are some of the best people I've ever met in my life. I know people I've known for 20, 30 years that would never even bother. They'd be like, oh, I'm lazy. I'm busy. I don't really care. You know? And it's like, I just know. So so that's the thing. That's why you guys are so much more valuable because those are people I just knew through fate, through, you know, circumstance. And it was just like, well, you know, you get stuck with who you get stuck with as people or acquaintances, friends, whatever. You know who you know. But but because of this, it's like, fuck. (laughs) The person quality level is like, it's, it's finally... I hit myself actually a few times there. Did you guys see that? I'm just like rubbed my face like, oof, that's going to, I wouldn't bruise my face. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, uh, you guys fucking rule. And uh, Ferry agrees and I agree. And there's a lot of other people that will as well. Camus Key says, I telegram DM'd you the archive link to the stream. Yes, can't wait. Uh, Feather Not Dot says, best wishes. That's what Don Cherry signed. Hang in there, brothers and sisters. Not for- looking forward to this, but we can make it through. No jab, no pay. Does anyone need a handsies? Horrible bosses. Jennifer Aniston. I, I do, right? Please, play, please, please, for the love of God. Please. Canadian Roughneck 715 says, your end of stream on, on Wednesday about our grandkids looking back on us poured gas on my fire. Fuck you, make me. That's like my, come for my kids and I'm, count, I'm coming for you, he says, death to Stalin. Well, like um, JP Sears said in the video, m- much less funny. Right, and that's the attitude that's happening a lot of the time. I, I like this stream has been fun because I'm just goofing around a lot more than usual. That's this is what they used to be like much, you know, much more of the time because things were less insane. Um, but I've noticed that shift in a lot of people and a lot of guys, especially that it's like, dude. I mean, it's it's getting real hard to avoid how serious things are becoming. And uh, yeah, that's the attitude of a lot of them. Is that it's we're getting we're getting close and i've talked to a lot of people and there's a lot of <laughs> it's too much it's too hard to predict there's too much going on it you know it's we'll see we'll fucking see carol's case is you should replay the old january 15th show with the founding of Dagalon on the 14th the night before the one year live anniversary show yeah if i can find it if i still have it somewhere maybe i will cr how are you sir he says much respect to you i'm in k-town Liberal Disneyland. Oh, my God. Where is that? Kitchener? I don't know where that... Oh, where's K-Town? Thought I was the only one here that would be have to go up against these tyrannical fucks, but then I was amazed to find friends on the Diagonal Network. Still working right now. No jab, no testing. Fuck you, make me. That's amazing. Uh, uh, wife to help with says, we are all getting drunk. We're figuring it out with you, bud. We're both. That's that's fine with me. I couldn't ask for a better company. Ree Norseman says free Canada win will make their Cirque heads split. Warp Tour ninety seven. Yes, free Canada win is a is a friendly site to Diagonal as well. It's like a internet forum that uh, isn't gonna ban you, right? Hellbilly Deluxe says I'm vasectomied. Oh no, well, so am I. <laughs> J 
Dawson Triple Six says, can we have a big party in SAS for 15 January? It'd be a blast. Fuck you. Uh, make me Friday. I think we all should in every province. But it's January, and especially out west, it is fucking cold. But if we could do that, that would be sick. You know, we have a, a simultaneous fucking, you know, bigot day. You know, wife to help with the deluxe says Canadian children are guinea pigs. Oh, that could be. Uh, it's it's everybody. They're doing it everywhere all the time. And uh, what is this? There's something I want to play here. And I think. What is this? That's too short. That's not what I wanted. Fuck that guy though. We're gonna play that one later. Um, no, is this it? Sorry, my apologies. Listen to very this. carefully. This. No, that's not what I wanted either. <laughs> right. This is probably it. Now that you're encouraging all. Yeah, that's it. So I mean. This is who we're taking our cues on, right? Things are only going to get worse. This scumbag, this monster, this guy is personally, financially invested in this. He's making a ton of money. And we take our cues from these people. And if you think it's not going to happen here, they're already greasing the wheels. They don't just come out and say, this is what we're doing now. Everybody's getting a booster shot now. That doesn't work. You have to slowly introduce the idea to people, like abuse. You can't just come in hard. You know, they, they slowly, you know, you kind of massage it in over time so that the victim becomes like, yeah, they like expect it. They get used to the idea and they just don't care. And now, now we're, now we're doing this. You're encouraging all adults to get boosters. What's your definition of fully vaccinated? You know, right now, officially, John, the definition of fully vaccinated is still two doses of the Moderna or Pfizer and one dose of J and J. That's the requirement when people talk about what is required for this or for that. But that does not actually contradict the fact that we're saying as vaccine efficacy wanes, you need to get that booster to bring you right up. We will evaluate as we get more data. We, we don't know now how long the booster effect is going to last. If it lasts for a considerably longer period of time, namely the durability of the booster allows you to go for a considerable period of time without getting another boost, then that very well might be determined to be the full vaccination that we talk about. If it turns out that it wanes again and you may need an intermittent shot the way we do with influenza, then fully vaccinated will still be the original vaccination, but you may need to update it and upgrade it over the years. I hope it's the former, John. I hope that what we get is a maturation of the immune response that goes well beyond the six months where we're starting to see the waning now. That's my hope that we see that, but we'll just have to go with the data, not what we hope for. We'll look at the data and we'll make a determination based on the data. I was slow there for a minute. I got confused. I got lost, if you can believe it. I didn't get lost. I just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life with a booster shot. And this, this kind of shit goes on, right? 
I mentioned this a little bit earlier. It's terrifying. This is a real headline from the Daily Mail in the United Kingdom. It's terrifying, but it's a coincidence. Leading foot, a leading cardiologist says footballers should not panic after high five high-profile high uh, collapses. But it says all players need to be checked throughout their 20s and 30s. Yeah, people just collapse. Professional athletes collapse all the time. It's super normal. <laughs> There's nothing uh, weird about that. And, and there's certainly nothing weird about the fact that right on the eve of the rollout for the kids, like they're doing it in Australia, they're doing it in, in Canada as well, um, they're talking about, they're, they're musing about making it mandatory in Australia, actually. Uh, you know, here's, Teresa Tam wants to vaccinate six-month-olds in 2022, which is next month, uh, almost. Um... Here's a story here uh, from someone I follow on uh, Instagram. Maria Z. Dr. McCullough reveals Australia has purchased 14 doses per person. 14? Uh, Australian TV uh, uh, earlier this week, and Australia has purchased 14 doses per person. That's seven years. That's seven years of every six months. I was on Australian TV uh, uh, earlier this week. Seven years. And Australia has purchased 14 doses per person. Do you think that's any now? There's only two explanations for that. Either they plan to give people that many doses, or they're benefiting financially from buying so many that they buy as many as they can fucking get away with because they're lining their pockets. I hope it's the former, but I don't think so. I think it's probably both. They'll they'll sell these until the cows come home. So there's nothing left. And uh, now with the kids in Australia as well. Right, go ahead, play it then. Loading wheel. What am I fucking The Victorian paying? government has not ruled out mandating vaccines for children aged 5 to 11 when a jab is approved for the age group. That's despite withdrawing a mandate for children aged 12 to 15, which banned the unvaccinated from school events and sport. The government insists it will listen to the health advice and consult experts before making a decision federal government has indicated it opposes no jab no play rules remember when this was a conspiracy theory i'm getting tired of saying it now you know what i mean i'm like i don't i don't care alberta vaccinated only rental policy being implemented by a major alberta housing provider this isn't the first one either this just keeps going um your rights are continually disappearing under the guise of of the safety of course um More of the football guy. This is the same guy. Um, how many more, he says. Former professional Premier League footballer, uh, soccer player for those of you in the North America, has called for an investigation after yet another player suddenly collapsed in the middle of a match. Sheffield United midfielder John Fleck fell to the ground during his team's game at Reading and had to be taken off in a stretcher after receiving lengthy treatment and given an oxygen mask. Here is that clip. Eventually. When it when it when it goes to the there we go yeah he's just spasming twitching on the ground totally normal behavior this has only happened hundreds of times there's only athletes dropping dead all over the place it's fine it's not weird at all 
What could have happened in the past couple of years that could have caused a scenario, a climate, an environment where professional athletes, healthy young men primarily, are just dying suddenly, unexpectedly? The world wonders tonight on Unsolved Bigotries. Oh, I got a text message. Am I down? Normally, that was the, that was the deal. Tell me when I've been crushed. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Quick dub just sent me a text. I don't have it on me, but I do. I will. Dag a ball. I will. I will make a point to remember to play that. People are going down all over the place. And it's not happening. It's not happening. Like I said earlier, the, the, the obvious degeneration of our society is happening right in front of us, and they won't even. Talk about it. And it results in how much time do I got left here? Not a lot. Not a lot. Do you guys want to go long? It's the fucking boiler room stream. I think we can go a little while long. I think I think I could I think we can do another half hour. That's what I think. That's what I think, Phil. You think that? Huh? They don't fucking think that, Phil. Phil thinks that. Phil He thinks it. I mean, th this kind of, look, the New York Times says face masks could become permanent. Could, meaning will. They published an article citing experts again. How many fucking times have you heard the word experts in the past two years? You know what a primary tenant of propaganda is? To keep repeating, 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 repeating the same thing. The mind literally gets worn down by the constant assault, like hitting a brick wall with a sledgehammer. Sooner or later, that wall, if you've got the muscle for it, that's coming down. Sooner or later, that mortar's going to come loose, and that wall is going to shake down, and we are going to get through there because it's just not going to be able to withstand it. And eventually, you just uh, you become numb to it, and you just accept it. Experts, 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 experts agree. Experts say no names hardly ever. Just say experts all the time creates this environment where it's like only stupid people disagree. Only an imbecile would even question this many experts. I mean, they're fucking experts, aren't they, Jonathan? Well, I'm not quite sure, father. You shut your pig mouth. They went to prestigious schools. And as we know, as an expert... Doctor, they are completely impervious and immune to bribery <laughs> and just generally being a piece of shit. What about Joseph Mingley? You shut your mouth, Jonathan! Didn't he stitch people together? I told you to please stop talking! Doctors are all good people, all amazing, all experts. There's nothing. Never question anything a doctor says because they're morally, they're just better than you in every possible way. They have a prefix, doctor. Yeah, well, I have one too. It's not nearly as impressive. Uh, it just says Master Corporal, but I fucking earned that. Should have said Sergeant. I wanted that red sash. And because you didn't give it to me, Dagalon happened. Suck me.
Me back. We used to play this in our lab at fucking six o'clock in the morning, rolling off the line of departure into some village that didn't know it was about to have a bad fucking day. And hey, I mean, the, the Princess Patricia's basically earned this fucking song on their own, have they not? I will give it to them. I will concede it to them. I will bestow it upon them as a gift that they earned. Used to be. What an aggressive thing to say. Where your city used to be. Dude, if you're a person that's like involved in city destruction, you're a you're a notorious historical figure. Even if you were like private rifleman number six. Oh well, it did what? Oh I don't wanna say. Oh, come on. I'm not comfortable. Oh, come on! <laughs> All right, I was in Warsaw from 1943 to 1945. Ooh! Oh, man. <laughs> I was in Genghis Khan's cavalry. We kind of erased a few cities of people. Oh, my God. I was in Napoleon's military. Like, there's, there's parts of time where they were just like, yes, this entire village, it, I wanted it gone. And they would do it. That really happened. That that's crazy to me. That's next level. Like, I, oh, you know what I mean? Imagine, imagine. I mean, I'm not a stranger to violence. I'm not a bitch, but there's a there there's part there's levels to this that even our most ruthless people don't understand. Like, there's high scores set in history that are so insane, and I'm saying I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying the the farthest reaches of what a human force is capable of doing is not even fucking close to what's on display today and that's what scares me because things can get so much worse and the history is full of examples of this we are on kid mode right now this is easy mode not only is it has it happened it's common it's the norm for when there's wars and people are like, you know what? Fuck those people. Let's kill those fucking people. It's normal for them to like rape the women, kill everyone, enslave the children. That's that's typically what happens. Typically, most of the time, almost always, because people are ruthless fucking monsters. Once you once the chains are off, man. So, again, thinking this is all, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I I look at that and I look at it through a historical lens and I go, just in just in case. Though, you know, um, I know this isn't the Titanic. It's the Titanic too. I understand that, but I'm bringing a life jacket. I just, I just, I'm just bringing one. All right. There's not, uh, you know, just bringing one. 
I'm allowed to. I'm not going to hurt you with it. I'm not going to do anything with it. In fact, I don't want to use it at all. I hope, and I hope you guys understand the metaphor, I hope I never, ever, ever have to remove this life jacket from the fucking packaging. I hope I put it away in my box and I never even think about it ever again. It never even crosses my fucking mind. It's so much to the fact that when I'm a dying old man and my great-grandson, because I'm that lucky, says, Grand-grandpa, what was this in your fault, Loka? My great-grandchildren are apparently British also. I don't know what the problem is. Perhaps it's the basement. But for today... I'm leaning. I'm leaning to the UK, and I'm butchering your your accents. What was this, great grandfather? And you, and I go, oh yes, that's right. Apparently, I've converted also. That's right. I remember now. Back in the old days, in the twenties, we thought things were gonna get quite hairy. So great grandfather went out of his way and got himself a life jacket, just in case. He was prepared. Never needed it. Hopefully that's that's what I would prefer. But you try and sink this boat, it's still gonna be there. <laughs> and I'm gonna be hard to drown. Uh let's see. Scroll oh my. Uh, I got that. Pickley Monteros has said this before and Rage knows it all. Knows it as well, but yellow fever vaccine is good forever in most cases. Why is another COVID vaccine so ineffective? Questions that can't be answered by the experts, it seems. <laughs> Lee Chui says, a Chinese accent, the way things are going. <laughs> you guys didn't know I spoke Mandarin? It's that easy. It's super easy to do. That's literally all they do. They just make up noises. <laughs> I'm kidding. Chinese is incredibly difficult to learn. Insanely. There's I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try to learn that language. I looked at it once, went nope. I gave up immediately. Didn't even look at it. Nope. Not a chance. Hard pass. Zero percent chance. I will even attempt it. Scott Baker says appreciate the laughs and camaraderie while working a double shift. Fuck that guy. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Scott. I'm glad you're having a good time. GGR says, Stang making jokes. Strang, right. About throwing one million shots away. The same time my daughter's ceiling in her classroom fell on them because of all the rain here this week. Exactly. They steal money, and they think it's funny. They don't even care. They're so detached from reality. They don't see the consequences of the things they do. They're not given, exposed to forced to acknowledge, absorb, internalize consequences ever, fucking ever. And that's why we're in this position. If you let someone get away with something for so long, eventually they just become so brazen, they do, they do whatever they want. There's no rules. There's no punishments ever. Imagine raising a child like that where you're just like, yeah, just do whatever you want forever. No matter what they do, no matter what they do, there's never any real consequences. Worst case scenario, you go, oh, you, you know, you get mad at them. That's the worst thing that happens. So these, these kids have learned that they can do whatever they want at all. Murder, rape, steal, kill, do, do anything. And the worst you're going to do is go, I'm not too happy about the things you did. Why in the fucking world would they stop, man? There's no reason. 
like they don't live in the same world as, as us. They live in a world where they know they can do these things, and the worst thing anybody's going to do is go. They know, they know it. They know they can do. It. They do it because they know they're going to get away with it, and they do it. They don't even try to hide it. People are like, why do they? I can't believe they don't, they don't even try it anymore. I've said that a bunch of times. It's like because they don't need to. They know they don't need to. It's literally like stealing from children. They know they don't need to. Should we try and cover this up? Nah. What are they going to do? Complain? <laughs> oh, maybe they'll sign a petition or sue, or maybe they'll march in the street with signs. whoop de fucking do Are those real consequences? Imagine being someone like this. Imagine being a suit in a position. You're a cabinet minister. You're, you're whatever. You're making 300 k you know, you're making a cool fucking third of a million dollars a year. Everything's comped and benefits and paid for. You've got bonuses up the fucking... You're probably a millionaire within a couple of years if you're not quickly. And, and you know, you know for a fact that you can basically do anything. Anything. And you're probably... No one's probably ever gonna, gonna get in shit. It's like when we were kids... And you would go, you would go drinking when you're 16, you know, under the overpass, you know, I'm from Nova Scotia, right? So we, we, we didn't have a lot of places to, or like outside the cemetery or something weird, you know, or some guy's barn, we're going to go drink some fucking Mike's Hard Lemonade or some shit. So many kids did it and nothing ever happened. Nobody ever got in trouble. So many people uh, did that, that it was like, you know, Aren't you worried about the consequences? Uh, no. But what if your, what if it was like customary at the time that your parents like killed you or something? <laughs> like the punishments were so insane, so few people would try would even entertain that idea. The reason that so many people do things like that is because they know it's harmless to them. But most likely, odds are, odds are we're gonna have some fun and nothing's gonna happen. It's fine. Oh yeah, it's very unlikely anything's gonna go sideways. That's how the government operates at your at your expense. They they don't pay for anything they do ever. Ever. Literally ever. Oh, you had to step down. Oh, did he? And then he got a really good UN job for twice the money. Now he's a consultant to some fucking multinational organization organization for a fucking million dollars a year. Oh my god, horrible. Stupid. Those aren't cons man. And that's there's there's the flag again. That's the blackness. That's the world we live in, that these people fucking get away with that shit. But we know about it, and we don't let them. Because to not talk about it and ignore it lets them get away with it. As long as the, as long as the truth exists and survives, even if it's a hundred people left in the world, that really understand what's happening and they keep this alive as long as that continues there's always going to be a percentage of a chance that that very dangerous thing to the machine we live in <laughs> you know the truth that gets out to to a too big of a degree it's all over it's all fucking over So that's that's really, you know, you have to. You have to say something and you have to speak up and, and, and continue and tell people what's going on because 
if you you know and you don't, you've decided to abandon. You basically you're, you're abandoning your responsibility, and it's the least. You know, tell your to your kids, your friends, somebody be like, dude, like you know, <laughs> this is what's going on. People need to know because you know who's not telling them what's going on is the television, the media, the schools. Not n- none of it. They're all fucking bought. They're all bought. They don't work for you. They work for the 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 monster now. And it's just us against them, and people are picking sides. You're either you're either with the shit or you're not. And if you're not, you're an enemy by default. And I mean, where does that go? And I was thinking about this as well. That is. I'm gonna try and sell you on this. Okay. Um, I understand a lot of people are depressed and upset, and rightfully so. It's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I'm not a, a weak person. I'm pretty sure, but I'm you know <laughs> this shit's hard to deal with. I I understand, and a way that I've been able to deal with this and cope with this, it might be because of my disposition, my genetics, my family history, what I did growing up, what I did professionally in the military. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I am and not everybody's like this. But I will say I was not born this way. I was kind of a wimpy kid. I didn't like to do uncomfortable. I was a picky eater. I still kind of am. But, I mean, I would not eat anything. I didn't do anything I didn't want to do. I was very uncomfortable with a lot of shit. I was always, eh, I, I was that kid, you know, in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, evolved into something else, <laughs> I guess. I completely lost train of thought what I was about to talk about. Does anybody remember? <laughs> Shit. Damn. I, I do this. I have like thoughts I stack on top of each other and then I and then I forget what it was. Somebody's gonna remind me here in a second. And I'll be okay. It'll it, it's gonna be okay. Should I play the song? Should I drink? I don't know. Oh fuck, what was it? You do see Billy there. He's he's hanging out. He's he's keeping he's he's locking the Ford in. How you cope. That's Raylene has fucking got me. Dude, perfect. That's all you had to say. Got it. Roger that. No problem. So what I was saying was how you cope with this is is a method that I've used. And I don't think I was born that way to have that kind of discipline. It just, if you choose to kind of be a certain way for long enough, you will become that thing. And when I look at this situation and and everything that's happening, I I don't look at it like, something I'm trying to avoid and run away from and escape and and protect myself from because you can't do those things. You can't escape. You can't run away. You can't really protect yourself and you can't hide. There's nothing you can do. So it's a waste of, it, it's a, you know, it's like digging a hole in, on the beach and hoping it doesn't get filled. It keeps filling with water. It's like, yeah, it's always going to happen, dude. It, it doesn't, it's gone, right? What, you can do though is instead of running from and hiding from the thing and trying to protect yourself you turn and you, you look at it and go fuck you <laughs> thing 
I hate you. You're you suck. You know, if there's a wolf stalking you around your property, you can run from it all day, or you can turn around, and you can shoot it in the fucking face. I mean, that's a that's a big part of life is confrontation and, and av- avoiding it or choosing to confront and and you know do something you don't want to do, you're not comfortable with. I find strength and motivation in that. I find a purpose in that. When you understand what's going on, you can be you can be. I mean, somebody who's like, I got like got nothing going on. I don't have any friends. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a job. I'm 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 fucked, right? But I, but but fuck these people. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go along with this, and I'm going to try to. I'm going to find other people. I'm going to find my friends, and we're going to get together, and uh, we're going to make a point to to say there's no fucking way. You're not you're not getting away with this shit. I take it upon myself personally. I'm taking personal responsibility for the fact that Batman's not coming. Donald Trump's not coming. Queen Dadula from the grip of people is not the president of the Republic Galactic Empire of Canada. It's not happening. And this is just a weird thing that ha- my brain is weird like this. Early, I didn't plan this. What I was saying earlier, you can just choose to do whatever you want. You can just... That's a cool feeling. That's that's real freedom. That's what that feels like. When you understand that feeling and you appreciate it, you go, oh, holy, holy shit. I can do whatever I want. You choose not to. I mean, you're not going to do crazy things because like, you evaluate the risk. It's like, oh, that's, I'm not going to do that. But some people, a lot of people, most people don't do things they want to do or they're scared to do or they're intimidated to do. For fucking guys, boys, dudes, little baby boys, they won't even talk to chicks they like because they're too scared of it and then they lose the opportunity. It's gone into the wind forever and then you lose that, that one to somebody else and you're like, oh man, I never, I should have talked to fucking Becky back when I was 23. Yeah, you should have. You should have, yes. But you've failed, right? It's all just... You know, it's like it's like uh like uh what was the guy's oh my god Bill Hicks right? It's all a ride, it's a dream. This whole thing is just something we're doing, and you're completely in charge of it. You can turn this off right now, like the guy like in network. You can click the X button and stop listening immediately. Go outside and do jumping jacks for no fucking reason whatsoever, other than you decided to do that. No one, nothing is stopping you from doing whatever you want. Go buy an entire pie and eat the whole thing. Go stand over an overpass and spit on cars. Do whatever you you can do anything you want to do. Once you understand that, it's like fuck. I could, I can do anything. I can I can take that freedom and use it against the worst people that have ever existed. I can stand in their way simply for the fact I may be alone, I may have nothing, I don't have a wife, girlfriend, kids, nothing and no one, but I have my soul and I'm a part of the human race and the human spirit and I know that's what's really under attack here. They're trying to crush us all. And you don't we're all the same. We're all in the same. We're all in the same gunfight. And you could just, just as 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 sure as you would be, on a on the middle of a of a field in Stalingrad or some fucking place where it's just chaos and mayhem. And here comes one guy crawling over to you in one of your uniforms, and there's no words exchanged. They just, you know, yeah. All right, okay, buddy. And then you bump fists, and then it's, you're in. Let's go. That's where we're at, man. 
you can be that per that, that's something. This isn't a joke. Like, dude, we're we're up against some shit here. Look at look just I've talked about this a lot and, and it's boring and people don't care about money so much and it doesn't really matter, but you need to understand that the country has bankrupted itself so much that we are completely fucked. You understand? Like it's 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 over. The dollar is going to die one hundred percent of the chance it is going down. If you have cash savings, it's gonna be fucking worthless. Say about hundred grand in the bank, I'm fine. No, that hundred grand won't buy you a fucking car soon. Because they printed so much it, it's completely out of control. And the people in charge of this fiasco don't even understand what it is. They don't have a grade 10 understanding of economics. They don't have a basic understanding of where money comes from, what interest rates are, how you can't just print money ad finitum to do whatever you want, backed by nothing, into oblivion. They have no fucking idea whatsoever. And they're in charge of the country. That's not, like, you need to look at that and accept it as reality and go, holy shit, I need to... There's no one driving the bus, guys. I've said it before. There's a monkey up there with a top hat and a monocle, and he's throwing a knife back. And the fucking train is just going wherever. Something's on fire. There's tipped over margarita glasses on the floor. There's a dead hooker in the corner. And and you're just like, what? And the sprinkler system's on, and you just close the door. What did you, what did you see up there, Marshal? Well, I, I looked into the cabin of the control room of God and saw that there was, um, well, it's, it's best not to say what I saw and only to say that my enthusiasm and will to live has been significantly diminished. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people running our country right now. Christopher Freeland. I want to congratulate the finance minister on her flip-flop today. She had said that deflation was a bigger risk to Canada than inflation. Now that Canada has the second highest inflation rate in the G7, higher than the Eurozone and higher than most of our competitors, and the second most housing inflation of any country on earth, she has admitted that we have, quote, an inflation crisis. Congratulations for finally waking up to that. Will she acknowledge that this inflation is in fact a homegrown problem? Because they spent so much money. They printed to Listen to her. The finance minister on her. Listen, I got to mute this for a second. So the easiest way I can describe this and the, the way that it made sense to me the most is that, so you got a gold coin, right? A gold coin right now, one ounce gold coin, it's worth what, 2,500 bucks Canadian. You spend 2,500 bucks on a, on a suit and tie, pair of shoes, pants, you know, the whole, you're going to get a fucking pretty nice set of clothes, right? Back during the Roman Empire, a gold coin, a one ounce gold coin would get you a pretty nice set of clothes. What I'm saying is it's worth what it's worth and it's always been that way. Money, not so much. In my day, a dollar could get you a ticket at the theater and a 25-cent bag of popcorn and a prostitute would jerk you off for a penny. Like, you know, that those days don't exist anymore. <laughs> Why? Because there's so much more money. It, it, you can just make it out of nothing. It's paper. Gold, you got to dig out of the fucking ground. Like, it's hard to find. There's a limited amount of it, right? Paper and money, not so much. It used to, you used to have to have so much money per gold. Like, this, this, this dollar represented this much of a gold coin or this much of a, of a gold bar or something. And then they were, like, in the 70s with Nixon. Yeah, we're not going to do that no more. And everybody was like, yeah, good idea. Let's not do that. Sell all the – and now it's just – let's just – the money is literally meaningless. 
You used to be able to go take cash into a bank and be like, I want my gold now, and they would give you the gold for that cash. That's not how it works anymore. It's just, eh, it's just paper. It's nonsense. It's literally nonsense. So they just print more and more and more. They go, oh, we've, oh, geez, we've, we've, we've caused so much spending. We're so broke. What are we going to do? And then, then they go to a central bank, which isn't owned by the country or the people or anyone else. They're owned by private citizens who no one knows who the fuck they are. So that's sketchy. And the country, Canada or the United States, whoever, the United States borrows from the Federal Reserve, Canada borrows from the Bank of Canada, who, you know, all, who borrows their money from someone else, who borrows their money from someone else. And it goes down, 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 down. And you're paying interest all the way up, all the way up the chain on money that doesn't even fucking exist. It's like musical chairs. It's a massive scam. It's called a fiat currency system. It's a massive scam. They do this all the time. And it lasts about 100 years, 150 years, and then everything blows up. And you, we're in the end stages of that. It's blowing up now. That, that, is, that is a crash. That is basically what's happening. Because they're printing so much money that if, say, there was only $100 in the world and you had one of them, fuck, you know, you're rich. You're a rich person. What about 1000 Is that $1 still worth a lot? $10,000, 100000 $100 trillion? You see how that $1 becomes worthless then? That's inflation. Christian Freeland thinks that it's a natural phenomenon like the Northern Lights or ghosts. <laughs> or, 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 you know, phantom ships or something. Listen to this crazy bitch. Mr. Speaker, I know that Canadians understand that inflation is a global phenomenon. And here are some numbers to back that up. Inflation in Canada in October was 4.7%. In the United States, it was 6.2%. In Mexico, 6.2%. Hands up if people know how stupid she is already. 0.9%. The G20 average is 4.6%. And the OECD average is 4.6%. This is a serious global challenge. She's in charge. She's in charge. Do you know what her her answer just was? Her answer was literally to the question of, do you understand you're destroying our nation? And she said, yeah, but everybody else is doing it. That was literally her answer. She didn't say why it was bad or if she understood the question or the problem. It's a global thing. Everybody's doing, everybody's spending insane amounts of money. Because all those countries she just mentioned are controlled by the same central banks that left them no choice. And they participated in this massive, fucking massive psyop that bankrupted all of us. How much money? They spent more money than both world wars already. And why is there inflation? Because of a thing that never fucking needed to exist in the first place. If it wasn't for the people in the media, no one would have ever known anything was going on at all. Instead, they drummed up a massive fear campaign, an intimidation campaign, um, psychologically traumatized millions of our citizens, signed off on psychological warfare op- operations. They greenlit that shit. That is a fact. The Canadian military operated psychological warfare uh, campaigns against you, the Canadian citizen, you, your mom, your dad, your family, your kids. Do you even know it's real anymore? How can you know the military has been brainwashing you? Who knows what's in the fucking news anymore? Who knows? Because General Lulo 
thought, yeah, that's fine, let's do that. But don't worry, they promised, they said, they stopped that since, just like MK Ultra or something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we shut that down, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, after you got caught, you mean? You just changed the name to something else. Dude. We're in a fucking position, are we not? We need to vaccinate a six-month-old. Uh, no, we don't, you fucking psycho. Uh, Manitoba needs vaccination proof. Or you don't get to have a driver's license starting January 3rd. No driver's license. No jab, no job, no car, no drive, no eat. You just die. That'll never come to that, man. I mean, people are reasonable. They're never really going to be that kind of person. I think, like others have said, gyms, hairdressers, but why not supermarkets? Why not public transport? I know it's difficult to police some of these things, but... Really, if you want to participate in society, you need to be vaccinated. And if you don't want to participate in society, okay, stay at home. Did we, did we call this or did we call this? That's your own business. But you're putting yourself at risk, but you're putting your families at risk, and you're putting the rest of us at risk, and you're putting the economy at risk. You know, we, none of us want to lock down. It's in all of our hands to behave as best we can. Um, but we can socialize safely. And particularly if you're vaccinated, it's unlikely to do you too much harm if you don't have another pre- pre-existing condition. So, Unless you're a soccer player. Please, leader, let's have a proper discussion about it. And let's bring everybody, particularly new communities, may not, sorry, sorry, that's good, new communities who may not be as tuned into mainstream media, mainstream radio, newspapers, and so on. Let's make sure they all are yeah, aware you. of the benefits of that. Thank you very much indeed, Senator Harkin. Supermarkets, like... Dude, they're going for it. This is Australia, or this is Ireland, right? It won't come here, why? It won't come here, why? Why? Tell me why. Tell me what obstacle is blocking that. And like I said, there's no consequences. Like a thief. Someone who can steal. Steals more and more and more. Uh, they're going to want more and more and more. They never get caught. They get better and better and better at it. Why would they ever stop? Why would they stop? You, people are just going to keep giving them more power and more power and more power. It's intoxicating. Remember the phrase drunk with power? It's a real thing for a real reason. They're not going to stop because there's no consequences. They don't have to weigh, well, we can impose that, like a really cra- This is. And and I'm really annoyed and tired of of, of these weak people with no souls that can't look me in the eye or anybody else telling me that, oh, well, this is normal and that's okay and that's whatever. If we and you were on the street two years ago and I told you this was all going to happen and you're not going to let people go to buy groceries, work their jobs, or send their kids to school because they don't participate in a mass national mass-forced vaccination campaign coercing our population to submit to corporate tyrannical overlords or else we take your job, maybe we'll take your kids, we'll take your livelihood, we won't even let you buy groceries. If I looked you in the eye and told you that and you looked at me, you would say, I was completely insane. And now that it's happened, I'm insane for not following you into the jaws of hell. Did I did I get that straight? Am I are we correct? Is that is is that about right now? <laughs> no, I didn't go crazy. You did. You lost your mind. You've lost your mind. You're in a cult. And it's your goddamn television. 
you value and care about th- th- these people. This is how, how indoctrinated they are. They value and care about the authority, the perceived mouthpiece authority. That is more, it is more important that they do what it says and follow its directives than honor their own family and blood. People are selling out their own families, brothers, sisters, parents, children, families being driven apart, communities, military units, you name it. There is nothing this hasn't left a fracture in and separated people from one side to the other. They did all of that. And it's disgusting and it's evil. So, yeah, I won't be uh, repenting about my hate speech or misinformation anytime soon. I'll be, uh, be quite happy to stand here on my very strong two legs with that. I miss a lot of these chats here. Lost Dog says the government is playing Russian roulette with you and you decided your kids are going to join in. Spin the barrel and squeeze off a shot. Again, we're, we're putting children in harm's way to protect the adult population. Like Romeo Dallaire, I like how things circle back in the same kind of ethical theme here. This is just what I believe, and I really don't. I really do believe it, and I don't actually care. I don't actually give a shit. Because I know it's right, and I know it's wrong. The, none, of our, none of our men and none of our people should ever be able to be comfortably stand there and watch a bunch of innocent, you know, women, men, just innocent people be hacked to death with machetes and be like, oh, you know, like they didn't feel morally compelled to act. And it was like, I couldn't stop myself. I had to stop that from happening. That's absolutely what you want as a people. And if we're going to be, and we're going to willing to what? We're like, well, I mean, I'm scared. So let's sacrifice our children now. Let's throw our children into the jaws of big pharma for something we don't even understand and we're not going to get their safety results on for 55 years. Let's throw our children in there because I might get sick for a day or two. I'll remind you people, again, it's a 99.9% survival rate. So again, why are, you ex- why are you exposing your children? Mass exposure. It's a cult. You're in a goddamn cult, man. You're in a cult. Well, what are you going to do? You can't save them all, and uh, there's no point. No point in trying. They're going to do what they're going to do, and that's free will, right? I mean, they want to Darwin themselves and submit to something that's so obviously evil and oppressing people. I mean, I'm not going to be sad for you. I don't have the time. Re Norseman says, we shall grant them prima notka. CRJ, Cocaine Rim Job says slash or slash option one or two. Option one or option two, slash or slash. Patent 537 says corporal for life. Yeah, nothing wrong with those guys. Koala Island Rabbi, thank you so much, man. Good to see you again. I'm glad you sur- you're still living in the prison world of Australia. Says things are getting bad here. The unvaccinated people getting COVID martial jobs to snitch on their countrymen to the government. They are low-down mongrel dogs. Think of the mindset of people like that. Think of someone 
And I want you to like just have this in your mind when you encounter them, and you will. They exist in Saskatchewan already. Someone who sees everything is going on as you did. We're all available. We've all got the same access to information. We all see the same news stories. All, all of it. The, the empirical evidence, the physical, uh, you know, personal, real-life experience. All the, exactly the same. They're here, too. They're here on the same planet as you. Not only do they agree with everything the state is doing and encourage what the state is doing, they apply for a job to help them do what the state is doing. And they get the job, and they proudly show up to do it. (laughs) Dude, you're the least worthy of mercy. Whoa. All righty. You fucking picked your side, didn't you? You couldn't wait. You couldn't wait. JJ Pick says, can't tell if you watch too much Monty Python or you just have a hard-on for English accents. Funny shit, keep it up. I did watch a lot of Monty Python when I was younger. I think that's where I learned a lot of those accents, actually. The Holy Grail is one of my, fu- my favorite movies. Daph Beta says, what the fuck is a pert, and why is someone's renouncement of being one the criterion for having an MSM-approved opinion? Sound too similar to Cirque's for me. Anyway, the wheels are falling off Mr. Global's narrative. It does seem to be getting haphazard out there, doesn't it? JJ Pick says, by the way, I'm sure your dance moves make your fellow infantrymen proud. I've seen those moves before. That's basic white guy fucking whatever, dude. You know, like it? Fucking fuck off. These, this comes all the way back from Denmark. All right. <laughs> uh, Frank Max says, hey, biggest, just got back from a great meetup. The amazing solidarity and utter quality of people whom attended was remarkable. A good time solidifying, solidifying bonds and moving forward into the uncertain future. See the pattern forming here. Propat, death to Circulon. Pat, Frank's right. He's right. Dirtbag Welder says, COVID is like racism. If you keep talking about it, it stays alive. They do like to talk about it a lot, don't they? Knight Rider 3 says, you had me at Stalingrad. Freeland is Nazi scum. She is. She's running the country. She's the deputy prime minister and the finance minister. She's got his hands in everything. And she doesn't understand or doesn't care or is willing to lie about how money works. Um, your money, by the way. Not hers. She gets paid in your money first before she does anything. She cashes her checks immediately. Then she's giving it away to other people and blowing it and fucking everybody over. For, for a generation, at least. And then telling you... To say, uh, what the fuck are you doing? You're just, a, you're just a racist bigot and you hate strong women in politics and, and all that stuff. Okay. Okay, okay. CRJ says there's a couple places in the U.S. that accept silver and everyday retail purchases versus U.S. dollar. Uh, burger is 17 cents and silver coin or 15.99 U.S. dollars. It's going to come back, man. You never know. Camus Key, educated adult Canadians vote for her. I know. E- educated in what way? Not educated in insanity or in critical thinking or in logic or in reality. Educated in communist uh, Marxist dogma. Uh, Knight Rider says, Kerry uh, Mullis would, must be rolling over in his grave knowing his Nobel Prize winning invention PCR has been used to end society in the world as we know it. He did die untimely, didn't he? Isn't that strange? Al Stern says, keep it up. We love you. Thank you, Al. Love you right back. We're almost, it's almost always, uh, we're getting close. It's, it's getting close. We went a little bit longer. I told you there was an extra. 
a little bit extra. A little bit extra on, on top. I'm glad it held out as long as it did. So apparently this can work. I just have to do some legwork and reboot the thing every time. Over and over and over. I'm going to make sure I didn't miss anything here that I really wanted to say before we, before we depart for the evening. Like this is this is their this is literally their level of stupid. This is MSNBC, one of their affiliates. Experts warn of severe flu season as outbreaks start to pop up. Uh, yeah, because it's flu season. Flu season starts in November, mid-November, late November. It really gets going. And if you look at the charts historically, late November, December, it goes. Whoa, everybody's got the flu. It happens all the time. But. Uh, this is my favorite part. Uh, this is very, it's very possible that we'll experience a more severe flu season than we did last year. Many experts are predicting it, said Dr. Jennifer Cottle, a family uh, physician and associate professor at Rowan University. Cottle said the flu is back after essentially taking a break last season when COVID-19 put a bigger emphasis on public uh, measures like hand washing, mask use, and social distancing, which helped keep flu activity low. Yeah, it basically doesn't exist at all. There was almost virtually zero flu cases. It went from like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, depending on the country, to like a 25 because, because people were washing their hands and wearing masks, which apparently were completely fucking useless in stopping the spread of, of your COVID virus, though, weren't they? Isn't that weird? And Dr. Strang in Nova Scotia, again, to bring him up, uh, flu is, uh, I mean, is that noise doesn't really exist right now. There's really no flu. So there's no flu. He said that. He said that on TV. <laughs> you want me to believe. Let me just stop you there, TV people. You want us to believe. And, and most people didn't take this shit seriously either, by the way. So the idea that it was the flu just fit, that the thing this thing has been around forever influenza a b the common cold all kinds of coronavirus for, forever every so much the part that we charted it by season we have a flu season it's so common and so ingrained in our society and our lifestyle that we know when it's going to happen. Like the fucking changing of the seasons, like the spring, the summer, the fall, the winter, the moon, the lunar new year, the eclipse, and so on. We know when it's going to be for 150 years or something. And then last year, for no reason at all, just out of the blue, just because it was tired. The flu was tired. It needed to go take a training. To, it needed a training year. It needed an off year. Like, you know, when boxers and people retire, like MJ retired, Michael Jordan, he's like, I'm hanging him up. He wasn't retiring. He was just recuperating. He was rebuilding his strength for a comeback year later down the road. Is that what you're telling me the fucking flu did? The flu took a year off to train? The flu took a year off to, like, lift some iron, did it? And now it's coming back. And it means business. Is that seriously what you're telling me? That's a real news story. I mean... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we gotta change. There we go. <laughs> there. It's dark. The world has been plunged into an environment where nobody got the flu for a year. 
I didn't get sick this year, Papa! Neither did I. I suppose we'll just never get sick again! What they didn't know was that influenza. And he's just like prison jacks, too, in a cell. Just. Was training all year for a comeback that would shake humanity to the core. He's got like death to humans on his chest. He's been paroled. Oh my god, it's the super flow! He's been he's been training all year! He's so fast! Chasing down kids in the street? No! When you give the flu too much space. He's gonna use it to come back. And he's gonna get down. All over your face. Starring Nicolas Cage. I've never seen anything this crazy. I'm actually pretty fucking scared! This Christmas, don't let the flu get you. <laughs> Nobody laugh. That's fucking serious shit. It's a super flu. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's coming for you all. It's COVID-21! That's the secret to that flu. Uh. <laughs> all right. GGR says, I just want to do my job. I do it to help people in need. All that used to know, all that used to matter was life and limb. I don't even know anymore. Last well, what I was trying to say earlier. Do the right thing. I mean, this is the right thing to do, man. This, this shit is clearly evil and, and fucked up. And... You know it's the right thing to do because it's not easy to do. The right thing is always difficult to do. That's why it's the right thing because that's the reward. That that's it's not easy to be a good guy. It's not easy to do the right thing. It's not easy to be somebody that that does these kinds of things. It's, it's there's a reason. There's a there's a challenge. There's a price to be paid. To be a piece of shit is easy. You don't have to give. You just don't give a shit about anybody except yourself, and you just do whatever you want. And you, you know, that's easy. That's easy. You st you stand up and you say something about this. You know you're going to pay. Everyone's going to come at you. You're going to be the underdog. You're you're going to be ostracized. You're going to lose things. People are going to attack you simply because you believe the wrong thing, which is wrong in itself. We all we all knew that. We grew up that way. That was our, what our society was based on. You know, hashtag born this way or whatever it is that you are. Now you're only allowed to be certain things. If you're not the right thing, well then you're the bad thing and you need to go away. Obviously that's not that's not cool, right? Standing up to the mob always takes guts. And it's often the right thing to do. 
I'm not saying you're not going to pay for it. <laughs> but if you believe in something bigger than yourself and you believe in, in you know, things mattering and people doing the right thing mattering, because what if none of us did anymore? What if, what if everybody just gave up? You want your kids to live in that? Even if you just tread water, even if everything, even if nothing gets better, nothing gets worse, but nothing gets better. We stay like this for 20 years simply because of the efforts of the community and the people and free people like pushing back and you win some, you lose some and so on and so forth. And it's just a like an arm wrestling battle and just it's just the same and it's horrible and it's awful and you're tired. But you bought 20 years. You, f- you didn't give up for 20 years. That's a win in itself, and you're still here, and you're still in it, and you're still fighting, and your kids and grandkids still have a chance because you didn't give up. You can apologize when they're adults and say, hey, sorry, we tried, we couldn't get it done, but hey, we're still going at it. You know, We still got a chance. And, and like you know, JP said in the video, he said, you know, I very much believe in the future. You're either going to be explaining to your, your grandkids what, what censorship was or you're going to be telling them what freedom was. You're going to be telling them about the fucking the lie and the mass hysteria and the craziness. You're going to be telling them all about that or you're going to be telling them about how it <laughs> didn't used to be this way. We didn't used to have to have a license to go outside. The, the things that are possible if everybody stops resisting and stops fighting and, and stops just giving up uh, are, are really, really scary. That's why. That's why you can't give up. That's why it matters. Because it's if you care at all, I mean, there's... Next time you drive by a, you know, a mom pushing a stroller, right? They don't need to know who you are. They don't ever need to know. But, like, that's... They're coming after all of that shit. Everything good and wholesome is under attack. And between me and you and it and the rest of it, it's like we know we'll know we'll know where we stood and what we did and what we didn't do. And that's again that's up to you. So if you don't know what to do or what to I mean <laughs> Dude, you're in you're in a crazy time period right now. There's a massive war going on, and you can you can be part of it if you want, or you can go back to playing video games. I mean, it's up to you. Jesus Gretzky says Kenora is still reeling from the carnage Philip unleashed there. Swing in by next time, you fellas are around. <laughs> Kenora. I drove through Kenora, but I didn't stop there, though. Fuck you, make me forever. I'm sorry Phil did some damage. I know. I let him out of the car. It was a mistake. The truck, sorry. Jake Powell says, I believe that the West is 100% working with the Chinese, only superseded by the UN pharma globalists. I also believe the Five Eyes Intelligence Network was born and designed to not combat China or terrorism, but to combat the U- us, the people, whom resist the regime change, i.e. Uh, global communism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to know. And does it matter? Like, did, did someone take advantage of something? Did someone see a, a, a reason to do something? Did they see a, an app? Like, hey, I got an idea. I see what they made here. I see how I can use this against them. Or is it the plan all along? I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think so. It's Because that's what it's being used on now. So it's in the media all the time. They talk about it all the time. We're, we're the real problem now. They're not worried about ISIS or Al-Qaeda. None of that existed really in the first place. They paid for those fucking people. 
Our own, our own people paid them to exist, man. We, we made our own enemies to go smash like paper, you know, mache animals. It was like, it's fake. It's not real. And they're like, well, that's over. Like, it's over because they're not, well, they just decide to. They can just stop paying them and it's done. And they decided, well, now we're worried about, uh, you know, the domestic extremist, the HDE, the homegrown domestic extremist is the new nomenclature that's being passed around the military. <laughs> Yay. Ammo C9M says, turning any direction four times always leads to Circulon. <sighs> Circulon is everywhere. He is goddamn everywhere. I got to shut this down in just a moment. I'm going to make sure I didn't miss anything, but uh, thank you guys for that. COVID, Omicron, a scared new world. Yeah, It's already been detected in people that aren't vaccinated. I don't, man. The timing's too perfect. It mostly it targets the children. It's coming after the children, you see. Oh, yeah. Right around the time that you've decided to, um, well, come after the kids with the vaccines and stuff, right? Are you trying to scare the parents into doing something? Could that be? This is like the third or fourth time you've been like, seriously, no, guys, for real, this time, everybody's going to die. Seriously. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't, dude. The first time I went, man, that's some, those are some big words. We'll see in a month, won't we? It's here now. It's in the country. 30 days, 60 days. We'll know exactly what's going on. And nothing happened. And then you did it again and nothing happened. And then you did it again and nothing happened. And now about this time, for sure, absolutely, really, the Krypton, Omicron, fucking intergalactic Tesseract variant is, <laughs> is going to get you. Meanwhile, don't pay attention to this. Murder in Canada skyrocketed to a 30-year high. What did I say? You're going to destroy the economy. You're destroying society. You're pitting people against each other. Social pressure, cultural pressure, societal pressure is through the goddamn roof. More people are fucked up in the head than ever. Everybody's on prescription drugs. Nobody can keep their jobs. Nobody can pay their bills. Nobody can do anything. Everybody's losing their minds. And now there's more murders here than there has been in three decades, almost longer than I've been alive. I wonder if that's a coincidence. Wonder, I wonder why. I'm, I'm, sh I'm probably another coincidence. Everything around you is getting worse by any degree of measurement. Every, everything. Service at a fast food place to the fact that more people are being murdered now than in 30 years. Oh, it's because there's more people in the country. Is that what it is? What kind of people did you put in the country? Are you sure you didn't bankrupt too many of them? Drive them into a, into a nightmare. Can't say for sure, can you? And when, you know, don't tell me you're not thinking this, like you aren't secretly in your lairs with your goblin claws, hoping, praying that we can just put these people in camps, that this isn't going to be abused. The Australian army is literally transferring people to camps, COVID positive cases and contacts. That part I like especially because they can say, you were in close contact with someone that had COVID, so you're going to a camp now. Who oh, does it matter? National security. When? I can't say, sir, but you're on this list. What's to stop them from doing that at, at all? Are you going to write a petition when they're on your front door and say that you're, uh, you're in close contact with a case and uh, we're going to have to take you to a camp now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I? Am I, going, am I going to a camp with the military? The military is on my front lawn to take me to a camp. 
Are you fucking for real, man? Do you know that in in a hundred universes, variable, you know, multiverse theory, that you're dead in 98 of these now? Like, as soon as you said those words, it was, and there's just smoke coming out of a shotgun. You're in the one of two out of a hundred possible universes that you're not already dead. Are you understand what you're doing? Do you appreciate at all the gravity and the insanity of this? <laughs> Whoa. It's just, right? It's just, it's just a little camp. And finally, I thought I was going to end with the movie trailer, but man, we were, we we're going late here. Jeez, this is a long one. We're almost done. Time to end this. Is it any surprise? And this is kind of sad, but it is what it is. This person who's extremely mentally ill or possibly a fed asset or both, very much both. They like to target people like that. They're easy to manipulate. That's the queen of Canada. Romana Didulo, if you if you don't remember, here she is. I introduce you. The people who appointed me are the White House and the U.S. military. Yes, of course. Appointed Together president of Canada. Global allied troops and their governments. Mm-hmm. The same group of people who have helped President Trump. The same group of people. The same group of people who have the same the assets group of people of the Vatican Church. The same group of people the same group of people of the fake royal family of the UK installed by the central bankers two hundred plus years ago. The same group the of same group of people, ladies and gentlemen. Family bloodline. Same group of people. That same, the very same. Can I get an amen, Jesus? Royal families of Europe. The same group. The same group of people. The criminal governments across the world. Now that that is out of the way. There! It couldn't be more clear. That's out of the way. If you didn't know who she was, the group of people essentially appointed this crazy Filipino woman that, uh, you know, may or may not be a transgender. That could be Manny Pacquiao's cousin, if I'm not mistaken. It looks similar to that. And you might think, rightfully so, I don't blame you, that who in the world would pay attention to something so absolutely ridiculous and very clearly not true or real? <laughs> well, just on Telegram, 70,000 people, actually. 70,000 people believe or are interested in what this person has to say. Who's the self-appointed queen, president, and commander-in-chief, galactic fucking general, and, you know... <laughs> Archduke of the fucking the universe wants her followers to kill people. Okay. Um, please use hospitals, airports, schools, stadiums, other public venues. Hold and detain all traitors. Uh, post uh, said to shoot to kill. 
and then some of the people are posting their weapons and stuff online. Like, <laughs> this takes Fed posting to a new level, doesn't it? This is straight up calling for insurrection and the murder of public officials and this kind of thing. And I'm like, well, I don't care that it's Queen Didulo and the group of people, the same group of people who helped Donald Trump always keep his toupee attached to his head. The same group of people who gave you things of Justin Trudeau to laugh at, like the blackface. The same group of people who briefly, for a period of time in the mid-2000s, had gas prices at a reasonable wage. The same group of people who want to bring back the original Tim Hortons lids. So, now that that is out of the way, and you know who I am now, Ah, the group of people. Doesn't matter that it's her, and then we're going to shut this down. Doesn't matter who it was. The The problem is she has 70,000 followers. Why? Because a tremendous portion of our people have been uh, traumatized, destroyed, maimed, damaged so much by you, the media, the government, their their rich, um, you know, the the elite ruling class, that people even suggesting or outright saying, just declaring themselves president. And let's kill all the people and the you know whatever are attracting huge crowds. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you can you appreciate the gravity of what you've done? That it's not a fringe idea, and I'm I'm just being honest. I'm just saying what I'm hearing from people and my general sense of the attitude of the average person on the street. That if someone like Christian Freeland just disappeared tomorrow, hypothetically, most of them would go, good. I don't give a shit. Fuck her. That's the average of that's the average opinion of most people now. Even like liberal supporters, they're just people are like, how do you feel about the government? Fuck them. That's most people's opinion. And not a little bit like, I hope they don't get a raise this year. Like, so viciously so that, like, anything could happen to these people. And they'd be like, good. Everybody is so angry, they want somebody to hate. That's not common. I've never seen this before in my life. Not in this part of the world. I talked about that with my friend last night. So I've seen this in other parts of the world. You know, he was in Haiti and in Africa and Afghanistan, a bunch of places, like, where people literally, like, really hate each other. Like, well, they'll kill each other just because you're the, you know, fuck you, they're the other, whatever. And it's like, it's coming here. Like, I can see it happening. (laughs) Ooh. Man, you know, and... And we all just wanted to be left alone. Everybody just wanted to live their lives. But you had to make your money. You had to make your money. You had to go where the clicks were, and you had to say, my job, my career, but my career... 
but I'm just doing my jar, but I'm just, but I'm just, but I'm just, it's just, it's just, it's just. And not enough people said, no, this is, this is wrong. We're not doing this. That's why it's important. That's why it's important that the individual person, when they see something, and there's another, you know, one of the RCR's mottos, which a lot of people think is gay, but it's, you know, they make fun of us. Never pass a fault. And they mean never. They mean if you see something wrong, you do something about it. You say something, you do something immediately. Because if you noticed it and it hasn't been corrected, that's because another Royal Canadian infantryman has not already seen the problem. Because he definitely would have done something about it because we never pass a fault. You see a problem, you see something wrong, you fix it immediately. You stop what you're doing and you deal with it right away. And that way you get everything runs smooth. None of us did that. Not nearly enough of us did that. And now look where we're at. So now we've got an environment like this where there's just who knows what's going to happen. And, you know, there's a reason you should get a helmet. <laughs> I, I think, you know. And I never really thought I'd see this in Canada, but it, it's, it's happening, man. Like, a lot of people you wouldn't expect. And, that, and that's how you know. That's how the measuring stick, that's how the dipstick comes up a little bit different. Is not the same characters you'd expect to hear like crazy, like rah, rah, like I'm so fucking pissed about that. It's not coming from them. Like, it's always come from them, right? Or people like me. That's not who's doing it anymore. It's fucking soccer moms and grandmothers and old men and, and children. It, it's coming from everybody now. All over the place. From all walks of life. All around. You know, not the, t- not the type of people that wouldn't even, you know, would just be left alone. They never would have known anybody. And now they're all ready to fucking pop. That's a decent, uh, that's something to think about, I think. Good luck. Pissed off a lot of people. That being said, it's the fucking boiler stream. We did it. It, hell, it. I'm doing it again. I don't care. Fuck all you guys. It was worth it. Uh, we did it. We made the whole thing. It was a long one, too. And the fucking thing held up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think? God, I love that furnace. January 15th, Diagonal. 104.4 FM, a bigot radio. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Kamaski says, FYI, Ragecast 93, Diagonal name gets mentioned. I think in a secret stream, the name was born. Was it a secret stream? That's even more amazing. I'm doing two things at once. Good for you. Dirtbag Welder says, I think the true queen of Canada was put here to get to make you la- to make me laugh. She does, she's good at that. This is a great comedian. Um, can I, uh, CRJ says, my power went out in the valley, except Rage is still on cellular. Yes, 
Who needs food or heat when you have bigotry? It will sustain you, my boy. GGR says the flu played by 80s Zeus Tommy Lister Jr. from the Hulk Hogan movie, No Holds Barred. Look him up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Knight Rider says goodnight, bigots. Till next time, atmospheric rivers and heat domes are this week's new vocabulary. Mitch V. Fox, after beer on me. Cheers, bigot. Thanks, you, man. Thanks, you, man. I appreciate it. That's that's going to do it. So, you know, a lot of talked about a lot of crazy stuff here today. And, you know, again, just to clarify, I've always maintained the position that, you know, I'll do what I got to do. Don't make me use that life jacket, but I will use the shit out of that life jacket if I have to. And, you know, I and a lot of other people have just been saying here going, "Hey, Stop. Stop what you're doing. Hey, no. No, that's dumb. Don't do that. Oh, that's stupid. That's stupid. Don't run two fake news websites and accuse the Nestle CEO and and Pfizer guy of being... Don't do that. Don't do stupid things. Don't ruin society. Don't ruin civilization. Don't make national, international level decisions that are going to compromise mine and the future of my children and grandchildren and the national unity as itself or entire civilization, really. Don't do that. That's dumb. Because we're all going to suffer for these consequences. And they want to make they want to make us they want to make us criminals for doing that. Because they're like, yeah, we know. We're trying to get rich. And they are. Um, we'll, see what the, we'll see what the final shoulder, what, what the final showdown holds, won't we? All right, you motherfuckers. Let's get this party started. Fucking boiler stream. What do you think, Phil? What do you think, Billy Bob? You definitely had better. He's such a critic. Such a dick. Shannon L. Cam is key. Dirtbag welder. Cocaine rim job. GGR. Knight Rider. Three. Mitch V. Fox. Ammo. C9M. Jake Powell. Jesus Gretzky. GGR. Al Stern. Knight Rider. Three. Chris W.T. Burke, Frank Mack, J.J. Pick, Daft Beta, Koala Island Rabbi, thank you so much, Patton 537, Ree Norseman, Lost Dog, uh, Lost Dog, GGR, Scott Baker, one more for you. It's always fun. It's always a good time with the biggest. Courtney, I hope we converted your daughter. I did my best. I did my best. Wife to hell, Billy Deluxe Pickley from Ontario, Scott Baker. Uh, Reed, uh, I got your CR Carrot SK, Canadian Roughneck, Feather Not Dot. I love that name. The Ferryman's Toll. Lone Star Chicks. He's a Lone Star Chicks. May the South rise again. Hellbilly, Feather Nut, Big Ant. Lost Dog, I got you. 
Roughneck, 715, Sheila the Uncle. Wife Delby looks bass in the grass. Dan the Raging Canadian. Pickley from Ontario. I got you. Hillbilly Deluxe, Andrew Bennett, Pilot Mike, Pumpkin Launcher, Simon Stevenson, Cormac Kerr. Bass in the grass. Filthy Weasel, 23. Thank you very much, brother. Molar Bear. Pipe Hitter. The Al Burton Anderson Paladin. Polly Mathang. MLC 9M. Sean M. Merck 306. Last Clown. Godspeed in America, miss. Salty Inga Bingo Bear. So many of you guys. Bushman 01. Crispy Johnson Triple Six Pokey Pirate. Rumble PPC Andrew Bennett. The voice of reason Tibor. Deanna 01. Hellboy Deluxe. Thank you so much, sir. Al Stern and Kamaski. Thank you, everybody, as usual. I'm going to run out of time here. Gab, Telegram, or banned on TikTok. And let's face it, it was a commie, Chinese, subversive garbage app. Anyway, that was basically just meant to prey on children. It's meant to prey on children. Gab, Telegram, Instagram, uh, at Raging Distant. RagingDistant.com, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, generally, normally. Uh, but if you don't know, you're going to have to check the Telegram for updates. T.me slash Raging Distant. Down, down here somewhere. It's on the screen. It's a URL, t.me slash Raging Distant. Diagonal. that's right, NGD. January 15th, you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Phil's going to be there. Maybe I'll wear a suit. Maybe I won't wear pants. Maybe there'll be fireworks. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just know there's a Diagonal. What does it mean? There's a giant cannon. It's going to shoot off. It's a Diagonal Diagonal. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Six time for is Pro Patria, and I will see you again uh, Monday. Hopefully, this continues and we can keep the internet uh, sorted out. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, and um, take care of yourselves. Live for the fight. It could. It ain't that bad. All right, what do you what do you got for me, man? I know. What do you mean? You've you've honestly you've said this a lot. I'm just no, no. I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there. You've you've had a lot of big plans. You've had a lot of big you know things, and they never materialize. I mean, you, you, you're 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 like a, you've got ADD or something. You pick up a lot of huge projects. Remember that time you stole the stealth bomber, and then when that nuclear plant was shut down, like you started off really huge. Like who steals a stealth bomber? Who steals a stealth bomber? P, right? Nobody. That's right. Nobody does. But then you know, you let it rust away, and then the neighborhood kids stripped it down to the stripped it down to the frame. 
It's got no wheels anymore, Phil. It's a frame. It's a husk. It's a useless self-bomber now. A lot of the neighborhood kids died of died of it, uh, um, you know, radio nuclear poisoning from the bombs they took from it. They didn't know. They just, just stripped it, and now they're all dead. They're all dead from radiation poisoning. It's uranium, Phil. Nuclear bombs. You just left those there? What are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? You're, you're better than this. Aren't you not? Oh. All right. Well, let's see it then. I'll show you. It, listen, show me the plan. I know. I Clearly, I know you're, you're pretty coked out. You haven't blinked in four hours, bro. I want no, I did. I watched you. Watch the stream. I kept looking at you like, no, he hasn't blinked yet. You just sat there with tears pouring out of your eyes because you literally haven't blinked for hours at a time, staring at a wall. And this is what you came up with. Do I even want to know? What are these schematics for? They look like strange little, little they've got little legs or something. What is, what is any of this? I, I knew you were working on AI. But this is like, wait, how, this is just, this is small, Phil. How, how many of these did you make? How many of these weird claw fucking nanobots did you make, Phil? No, no, I'm, no, I'm serious. This is actually devastating. You, you've programmed them to eliminate entire grid squares of people you don't like based on your Tinder selections. And you're just going to only... Tell me you only made a couple of these. Tens of thousands! Why? 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 It was satisfying when they clicked the legs together. You built an army of killer robots based on your Tinder preferences applied to an ideological filter which no one can fucking possibly predict because you were high and clicking the legs together felt satisfying. Am I... Are we caught up now? Yes, I'm going to do a line. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't live with this knowledge. Seems a little longer. Are they at least deployed? You're testing them in Bolivia? Fine. This could work, though. I'm just saying. It, no, it's poetic. It's a terrifying army of killer claw robots. And that's what you did with the uranium. I'm sorry I ever doubted you, Phil. I'm such an idiot. You rule, buddy. I love you. Love like yours will surely come my way. All adventures of Phil are real or imagined or subject to copyright. Executive Corporation of Diagonalon.com, 2021.
Now the people will know that I was a dag. And when I sat in my large chair at home, upon a veritable mountain of cirque skulls that I'd collected over several time zones throughout the war. What began in Digby, Nova Scotia, and ended in Vernon, British Columbia, is not to be spoken of lightly, but it happened. It was a long decade, and this glass saved my life from a sniper's bullet And just let me tell you, son. That all of the circ blood that we drew to give you your future. The veritable rivers that flowed and the seas they filled. I would do it all again. For my brothers, for my sons, and for all of you.